Let me go to the bottom of my 78-page document. Oh, my power. I need to add spells still. It's okay, you have time. Uh, so hello, uh, Marillo in the future. Uh, welcome back to Temple of Sorrows, the D&D 5th edition campaign where every single time I try to torture my players, I am reminded of how broken I made everything and start regretting every single life decision I have ever made. Uh, so yeah, last session, a bit, huh? for a little bit of a recap, our intrepid band of Chucklefox got into a very long combat, Gilmir the Terrorist Bane showed back up, Cade finally got what he deserved and was fed lean, Kuroko gets started haunting Luna, and we also had story time with Gilmir. There was also a conversation about weaponizing the lean, but um, we're going to ignore that. So, we open mm -hmm. at night. This is the third week you've been traveling, uh, and it's starting to get into the late summer, the month of Voset Festinum. You're nearing the end of the sixth month of the year, where festivals are celebrated all across Ilvicta. But as you travel down these roads, escorting these refugees, you've gained more experience through protecting them, leading to a level up. And our party is now level 10. Now, our scene alights upon Luna, sleeping in the dead of night. And it's peaceful. The sounds of a nighttime swamp surround you. But all of a sudden, Luna, you are awake. And you aren't in your camp anymore. You are standing on a plain of glassy water that reflects a dark sky. The horizon is lit with a distant, bright white light. Above you, there are three dim stars and a perfect crescent moon. The air is cool and still. And there is perfect silence and stillness in this realm, broken only by the sound of your breathing and a distant sound of a bell. As you look around, Vaguely, off in the horizon, obscured by what appears to be a wall of mist, you can see massive chains that appear to go up into the sky. And from behind you, Luna, you hear a soft voice. It's beautiful, isn't it? I suppose, yes. And I just want to turn around and see who's speaking to me. So, you turn to see whoever spoke to you, and you see a man with pale skin and long, kind of curly, black hair, clad in this white toga. He looks pretty much completely human, except for this third eye that's oriented vertically in the center of its forehead that burns like a star, and these two like additional sets of arms that aren't exactly attached to him but hover behind him. And he says, In a world of such chaos, it's good to have a place of peace to return to. Might I know who I'm speaking to before we go on this conversation? So uh, his third eye, which at this point, until this point, has remained unblinking, uh, blinks. Like, it's like the star inside of his eye flickers. And suddenly there is a low table with food and fine wine upon it and chairs. He sits down in a chair and he motions for you to do the same. Please, sit. I don't lie. So he sits in silence for a moment. Um, wait. Almost like he's waiting for you to speak. He's sipping wine out of a chalice that looks like it's made of just pure cut diamond. No one for introductions, I see. Well, at least tell me why you brought me here. Well, it appears that you do not know, if you do not know who I am, which 
I will admit I'm a bit disappointed that you do not. I will introduce myself. He stands and then bows deep towards you. I am Dishama, the fourth horseman, end and death of all, and Elder Wraith God of Hatred. He looks at you and he kind of smiles. I wanted to thank you for helping to keep me alive for so long. I don't think I follow. Dear mortal one, allow me to explain. Since the day you have lost your family, you have hated. You have hated the gods, you have hated their churches, you have hated their followers. You have hated without discretion and without limit. And hate... Hate is what I am, Luna. I may not be native to this universe, but the form I take is native enough. In the end, I am a wraith god. And I feed off of a specific emotion, a specific belief. I am the incarnation of something. And that something is hate. Look, Mr. Dorama, whatever. If you're some sort of illusion from that sort of Lagoff world to try and make me a little bit more pleasant, it's not working. This is no illusion. You are here. With me. Uh, I will take a sip of this fine wine you set on the table. It's, it's very good wine. Yeah, seems real enough. So you want to thank me for hating, huh? Even as it being a pure hatred, I still value those who follow me. My trusted cohorts. Uh, briefly, in his third eye, as he mentions his cohorts, you see a symbol you recognize. The symbol of the armies of terror. The long, downwards line ending in an X. Those who follow me. Those who hold hatred in their hearts. People like you, dear one. And for a moment, as he, sees, as he says this, you see past this peaceful visage he's putting on into this into a creature of darkness six arms outstretched three eyes burning like stars nothing but death and hatred surrounding him bringing about the end the end of everything something that has not just existed for eternity but will continue to exist for eternity something that has eaten universes and you feel not just afraid but you feel terrified standing here before you is a creature an entity a thing that is this incarnation of pure hatred, and he is telling you that you helped keep him alive. Luna is trying her hardest to keep her cool in this situation. So, uh, she just kind of, with a shaking hand, puts down the wine and just says, Well, I don't really think I did for you anything more than any other person, right? I mean, even a cleric of peace. Probably hates the armies, probably hates death. It's in human nature to hate, you know? I don't really think I did anything special. Hatred is an interesting thing. I suppose my domain could be more boiled down to Boil. hatred. Pure hatred. Not simply a vehement dislike, for there is, there is a difference between your friend Sam, Vow, to lay down the armies low 
and your raw hate for the gods. I guess at least I can take comfort in knowing that I'm not the only one keeping alive, right? I mean, I'm just a mere mortal. How much hate can I possibly produce? Sure, not enough to keep you alive. Um, he, as you say, like I'm just a mere mortal, how much hate could have I made? He kind of smiles and he walks towards you. Um, and as he does, he just seems to grow larger. And then he stops standing in front of you and he leans down and he says, Would you like to see? Um, he gestures behind you. Very slowly and kind of shakily just look behind. So as you look behind yourself, where there was once this placid plain of glassy water, you see endless bodies rotting. All twisted into these contorted forms of pain. None of these people died a peaceful death. They were all slaughtered. Brutally. Killed slowly and drained of their life. This is what you have helped me do. Luna is just wordless looking at this. And, uh... What is the moon like? What is the phase of the moon currently, you said? It is a crescent. Alright, you see that she's just kind of shaking a little bit. She blinks, and her pupils, still glowing light, do change to match the, the shape of the crescent moon. <laughs> she just keeps on staring at these bodies. Um, so, you feel a hand taking hold of, like, your chin, and he turns your head to face him. And he says, as a sign of my appreciation, Luna, I have decided to leave you with a parting gift. And he turns your palms upwards and places his hands on top of them. And you feel a brief burning pain as light begins to seep from between the two pairs of hands. And he takes his hands away, and you see branded onto your palms on the right palm the symbol, the symbol of the armies of terror, and on your left, the symbol of Dashama, a crescent with the triangle inside of it. And he steps backwards, and he bows. Thank you, Luna. I will be in touch. And then he shoves you backwards, and you plunge into these placid, glassy waters, and all you can hear are screams. And then you wake up. It's night. And there is no one around you. I think it's fair to say I scream. So, as you scream, you look at your hands, and they are still scarred and branded with these symbols, and then out of the woods comes Payadzu, running towards you, um, almost wildly. And he kind of grabs your shoulders and shakes you. Where on earth did you go? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. And she will just kind of hide her hands behind her back and just close them. Um, I just wanted to go for a walk, you know? A walk does not mean disappearing and then reappearing 
a mile away from camp screaming. Oh, it's fine. I just saw something moving and got a bit spooked. Let's just go back here. Um, he is going to kind of look at your hands clenched behind your back. I want you to show me. Uh, hey, uh, Aramon. Yeah. Let me just see something real quick. Uh, if I were to cast command and say forget, would he just let go of this? Oh my no. god. <laughs> ah, fuck. He will actually do something. He will hold up his, his left upper arm, which has... Like a, like a bandage wrapped around it. And he kind of tugs it and it falls off. And you see on his left arm, branded, are two sim are two symbols identical to the ones that you have on your hands. I do not need oh. eyes to see. Right then, and I will indeed show him my hands. He will kind of touch them. Surprisingly softly for a eight-foot-tall creature made out of chitin. Um, he will say, I've seen him too. There was a time when I was far worse than you were. To the point where he was in me. But I with help from Eri and Dan, I got through it. You... You do not have to do this alone. I can help you if you want help, but change is difficult and it will require you to do things that you don't want to do. I... I think we should talk in the morning. And she will just start kind of slowly walking back toward camp. So as, as you try to walk away, um, Payadzu grabs your hand. And then he starts laughing. But it isn't Payadzu's voice. It's the voice of Dishama. And you look back at Payadzu to see it is just Dishama. And he looks at you with all of his eyes burning. And he says, Don't forget who you forfeited your soul to. And then you wake up in a cold sweat. The sun has come over the horizon, and you are in the middle of the camp. First things first, I will uh, just like cut off some loose wraps from my uh, like my clothes and wrap them around my hands. Yeah. And I'm gonna uh, look out to the camp. Is everyone else already awake? Uh, people are starting to kind of get up and about. The sun has just come up. A lot of, like, soldiers or guards are starting to kind of get up and try to rouse everyone so that you can get an early start. Because if you leave pretty soon, you will get to Dishu by about lunchtime. Midday. So yeah, people are starting to wake up. In a nearby tent, you just hear, like, the heaviest snoring known to man. Just... <sighs> 
It's like just the, the the heaviest you ever heard, and you have no idea if it's coming from Valadura or Sam. You you have no idea which one. <laughs> anyway, you are still under the effects. Oh no, you're not. It's been three weeks. Never mind. Yeah, no. You are not under the effects of the lean anymore. It's been three weeks. So. Yes. Uh. Why were you reading? Gilmir. Oh, sorry. Oh. Uh, so Gilmir's kind of just looking out to the sunset. Uh, dog at his side. He's just petting it, sort of. He's just. He's looking out to the the direction they're probably going more accurately. That would be west. Alright, he's looking towards west. Would it? Yes, west. Yeah. He's kind of sitting there in silence, uh, chewing on a piece of jerky. Nice. Yeah, yes. Kava just kind of gets up, looks around, just sort of walks through the top of the, the tent, because it's the why not? <laughs> and they just sort of stand up in the tent, but like their torso goes through the tent and they just <laughs> keep walking. Um, they just kind of shrug and just sit down by the fire. Sam so Sam walks out and he has, a, he has a giant shirt that says Live, Laugh, Tehran on it. <laughs> walks out, just like stretches, like just just full on like modern graphic tea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Carver sort of just grabs the bridge of their nose and shakes their head, hating that they made that for them. Yeah, <laughs> even have like a has like a little tag says hundred percent polyester. Of course, still, Bilt walks out. Of course, still wearing his cartoon, uh, like Doctor Rogues robes that have not been washed in months at this point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, munching on some mustard seeds. Probably, I'm probably making like I'm probably making coffee. To be honest, Cobbler's probably sat by oh, the fire. Yeah, what what I make coffee, bitch. <laughs> what is Soy Tongue doing? Soy Tongue is still sleeping. Oh, okay. I would like to throw. I would like to. Uh, he's, he's, crack he's, he's a couple mustard seeds on a ro- I would like to like take a knife and open some of the mustard seeds to release a lot of the smell and throw them into Soitong's tent. Uh you do so. Soitong <laughs> Make me Constitution saving throw. One sec, I gotta get back to my computer. This has been like a daily routine for the past couple weeks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We, we, we've just been dragging him along by his bootstraps this entire time. Yes, that's just probably accurate. Really just... Act- okay. okay. Oh, I also get a 1d4 off of my insanity. Yes, that's you cool. do. Be sure to keep track of your insanity, because if you don't, it will come back to bite you, and you will wake up one day, and you will be paralyzed every single time you fail to check. Oh, I'm glad I wasn't here. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm fine. 17. Uh, In your dreams, you start to smell this incredibly strong scent of mustard. But you don't wake up. Okay. What time it'll happen? 
Got like fucking spidey senses. So like about <laughs> fifteen minutes later, you finally wake up because Bill just keeps on cracking another mustard seed and throwing it in every like minute. Um, keep the scent on. Yeah, until you wake it's up. There's like a goddamn billion there, okay? So you all kind yeah, of. It, yeah, it, what happens is they do that enough times, and then Carver eventually gets pissed off, but gets like r- slightly irritated by the noise of the nuts of the seeds being cracked, and gets ready to throw the fucking spear <laughs> at the at the tent, and then they come out. Carver, Carver, Carver! By God. <laughs> Dial it back a bit. We just woke. We just all woke up. So, you're all yeah, okay. give him time to wake up. We're all together, and he has had time. It's gonna be very awkward for Gilmir because Hunter's not here today. <laughs> Payadzu, uh, well, Zeta's still here, so that's that's a thing. Right, well, I mean, no, I just mean like Gilmir doesn't know any of these people, really. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. So Eri and Payadzu kind of approach you and. Ari is obviously a morning person because she is smiling, the little short little ballastkin lizard lady. We need is... to clarify this. Morning people don't smile in the morning. We get up early. <laughs> no, she is smiling. She is incredibly happy. That's she's not a morning person. person. That's she's insane. Okay, well, yes. maybe she's just insane. Uh, she kind of claps her hands and is like, so, are we all ready to go? So he's hung up. Yes, we are, and I, I actually yeah, give her my, uh, I give her my, my cup of coffee. Uh, Ari takes it. She sniffs it, shakes her head, and then hands it to Payadzu, who uh, half eats the cup, trying to get it down his mandibles. Works. <clears throat> so yes, how long are we away from? Uh, what was the town's name again? Dishu. Dishu. Thank you. Uh, how far away are we? Uh, well, it's about seven in the morning, roughly. If we leave now, we should be there by roughly 11.30. Ooh, lunchtime. Wonderful. Yeah. All right, well, I need to go get dressed. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, wait Valdor is still, still asleep. Give me a second. Walk in the tent, and I just... You just hear this gigantic gong... As Sam grabs his warhammer and smashes it against the front of his shield, there is a <laughs> groan of rock and fury. If I had my hands, I would throttle you right now. What? Being up in the morning. Do you want coffee? Would that help? No. <laughs> All right, you grumpy Gus. Come on, get up. We're leaving. Hopefully now. So, you'll get up, get ready, you start down the road, and as you are all kind of walking, guarding the rear of this group, uh, Luna, you feel a familiar tap on your shoulder as Kurokogith has returned. Luna is a bit spooked. This whole time in the morning and, like, starting travel, she's just been kind of unresponsive, just fiddling with the necklace a little bit. Built Bilt has offered different, various different foods of different flavor profiles. I- I, I, I haven't noticed yet, so... She probably just rejected or ignored because... every one of like, the suggestions. Luna? Uh, so, just looked yeah. behind. Oh, it's you. Yes, um... Did your soul go somewhere last night? Have any weird oh. dreams? 
That's a hell of a way to start a conversation. <laughs> I just sat down. <laughs> you ever just walk up to someone? How's your soul conversation like that? At least say good morning, for fuck's sake. I don't think it is a good morning for you. Yes, I'm just a bit stressed. Seeing as you've got, you know, your palms branded and everything. Wow! Um, <laughs> wait, how loud is he? I already know my. Yeah, is this like a, no, uh, no one can question. hear this. Is, no one except for Luna can hear this. No one can hear it. No one except I for Luna can hear it. At this point, they just got used to Luna talking to herself every now and then. You can talk to Krogus in your head, so she can hear. It is more comfortable talking aloud. Yeah, Luna is just being speaking to herself these past three weeks. That makes it better. Uh, she says, "Look, I think that through these last three weeks, you have done nothing except just invade my privacy." That's my job. Wait, it's been three weeks? Uh, yes, it's been, been on the road for yes. I'm gonna turn off I... my... I, have uh, no I love the honesty that's being had here. This is... This is less lying than I've seen in any D&D game ever. <laughs> <laughs> You're very blunt, real, weirdly enough. Yeah, I am here to invade your privacy. That's my job. <laughs> it is not only an angel, so she can't lie, but also Zorv Logoth. Alright then. Uh Luna will just like keep on feeling like what she says. If you're trying to get me to hate less stuff, it is being very counterproductive, you know. Luna, I'm genuinely concerned. I do not know where you went last night. But you were there and then you were not. Look, maybe. I was gone for a little while, and I didn't know where I was, and I think you need to be comfortable with no, that, you, because... No, how do I explain this? You were there. Your soul was not. Something took your soul. I think that for the relationship to work, you're gonna have to learn to trust me a little bit more. It's becoming difficult to trust you when all of a sudden you have... A symbol of an eater of universes and a symbol of a worldwide terror on each of your hands. Shama, talk to me. There. And this I will actually say. Was that said out loud? Was I will say that in my head. I feel like everyone in the party would have a problem with that. Uh, yeah, everyone just fucking back, snapping back. Cobber's head just turns all the way around. Gilmer would go wild. Gilmer would go wild. Gilmer goes haywire. Um, at, whenever she hears this, Kirkrieth stops. Um, like, physically stops walking. And even though she doesn't have a face... Um, her, the, you know, the, the flaps that Zorlogoth have on their, on their head, they kind of twitch in a way that indicate that she is incredibly concerned. And she looks up at you, and she says, You will not see me for a few days. Oh, what? I have to go do something. Okay. 
Uh, see you later, I guess. Try not to die, because if you do, I will not be there to safeguard your soul, and it will probably go straight to Dishama. I, I was already kind of trying to do that, but thanks anyway. Goodbye, and she vanishes. And Luna just goes straight back to being completely unresponsive. Things Carmen notices you're being unresponsive, but they know better than to aggravate you. <laughs> Bilt has, over the past three weeks, begun experimenting with applying a disease that he has been working on onto the tips of his crossbow bolts. Careful! And... Yes! That's a war crime! <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Mike. I don't think you understand. Built is a war crime. The Geneva Convention <laughs> yeah. has not been invented. I'm just, I don't think we've established that. Built, built is a war. Built is a walking yeah. war crime. He just hasn't had the chance to show that. You misunderstand. <laughs> it is actually the Geneva suggestion. <laughs> My favorite suggestion. But well, yes, the Geneva Convention um, is only applied in war. Built has nobody's. Nobody's questioned him about why he knows so much about diseases, but he carries around various forms of disease just on his person. Maybe because we maybe we don't ask because you're a plague doctor? I think it really Yeah, I think we all just kind of assumed you went to mad school or something. We established very early on that Built did not go to med school. <laughs> yeah, Carver just Carver probably noticed, but just doesn't care because it doesn't right. affect them. Carver has noticed, definitely. Uh, Carver but knows. no, Built just, like, Built takes this, he has, he already has, like, this potion belt on him that has various ingredients on it, but then he takes a second belt that looks to be the same potion belt, but it instead contains unidentifiable substances. Diseases in large portions. Okay. Yes. So what you're telling right. me is, if someone hits you in the wrong spot, you could start like 19 different epidemics at once. Yes. Yeah, you can. More than oh, likely. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> right. So this is the game plan, or at least me. I need to get to Dishu. First, find a meal. Second, go to the temple and discuss with the. Master Forge Guardians about the... You really don't want to do that, don't you? Look, uh, I don't want this... I, I like who I am. I like what I've done, but at the same time... I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying you guys have rubbed off on me. I'm just saying that I... What's, I, I, I want to be in scope of the church, but right now my whole deal is you know, trying to change her. I point over to Valadura. She is currently trying to pick up something, but since she has no hands, is having an incredibly difficult time. I, I'm, I, I'm gonna try and figure out how to make a fabrication line for human-sized parts. Yeah. You could just go Can't to an uh, <laughs> We need a whole production line. Just get some, like, fucking engineer to make one. Just, we don't need, like, well, a thousand. Well, no, I don't... I, I've done, like, a very surface-level amount of research, and it, it's... The problem is that these things can't really be constructed by hand, especially with the hands that I have, as I hold up a three-fingered claw. <laughs> um, but but, but the, the thing is, uh, the, the main issue is, take into account... 
I can't lie to them. Physically, I can't. It would just, it, it would be against everything I've been taught. He would start vomiting. Yeah, just look. All right. I, the thing is, I'm, I'm not going to tell them about Valadura or Luna yeah, like, or... Yeah. Oh, I, I don't tell them. That's, I think... About, no, I'm not going to tell them yet. You don't have to tell them. You so. have to tell them. Because it goes against my oath being with these people. I need I know damn well that the second I do this right now I am a walking heretic. Believe it or not, I you know me as the most devout believer of Tehran. For fuck's sake, I lost my eyes. Didn't your God give you new eyes? Shouldn't that say exactly. more about you than everyone else? Well, that, yeah. that's the fucked part about churches. Yeah, that's the thing. That, that, okay, unknowingly, that, that has cracked my brain. Just in recorded history, at least the rest of the history I know, the history I learned, you think they would have taught us about this. If somebody did lose their vision or lose their appendage, would be granted this. I mean, for, for God's sakes, I have not heard one I'm other false guardian or one other priest... That has Sam. a form like mine. I have Sam. no other Sam. 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 You are a... You are a single circumstance. It doesn't no. just happen. Sam. If I went Sam. blind God, I don't... If Sam. I went around and poked the I'm eyes gonna out... That cat, I swear. I'm gonna kill that cat. <laughs> yeah, uh... <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna... Sam. Oh, yeah. Mr. Aramon. Mm. Yeah, something's gone. Aramon? Yeah. Uh, I'll just say this. Uh, during this, uh, you know, I guess three-week time skip, basically, uh, Gilmir has been attempting to get a little bit back of his, uh, you know, knowledge and his his memory, basically. Yeah. You've... But... You know, he's been trying to interact with people a bit more. Yeah. But he's still... Sh you, uh... Because you and Aerie do have something in common, I will say that you have managed to form a pretty a pretty solid friendship with Aerie. Who is that? Aerie I don't, I don't know the, the names. Uh, the Balaskin Executioner. She okay. is the little white dragonborn looking thing. Um with a I don't know, I never I never met them, so <laughs> Yeah, I am pretty sure that the first time she appeared uh, you weren't there yet. Yeah, no, the and first time she appeared was Session anymore. Zero. Yeah. She's been in the camp yeah, for no, a while. Okay, well, I, I wasn't there then. I yeah. wasn't there for the camp. Very okay. recently came back. Yeah, she came back oh, in the okay, gotcha. No, in uh, right. Bill just Bill just looks at Sam, just like, uh, Sam, from personal experience, gods don't just talk to people, let alone bless them directly. Yeah, I mean, that, if that, I just thing, went and poked the eyes out of a Forge Guardian, that wouldn't mean that they got new eyes. Yeah, that's that is the truth, yeah. I'm not saying it... Listen, I'm not saying it hasn't happened before. What I'm saying is that it's rare if it has happened before. Listen, the thing that kills me is, why me? I don't know. Because you've shown your devotion. But no, I'm... There are people... I know who are significantly more devoted to Tehran than I am. 
Uh, you never know the truth, son. I I wouldn't believe what people say. Maybe, maybe the things sakes, you've been taught to be devoted are incorrect. The thing that is, might be true. Isabella, the woman who was my best friend, the woman who I trained with and who beat me at every turn, we grew up together. She died because I couldn't save her. Oh, why my is not, why was it not her that was chosen by Tehran? Why me? Well, okay. Sam, think about it this way. Most people, I've said this before, most people follow the god. Most people f- that are that serve the Church of Tehran follow Tehran. You follow Tehran's ideals. Mm. You're saying that people just use him as like. Yes, yes, that's yes. exactly what I'm Not saying. Uh, are you that. just are you just making that realization now? Yeah, Carter ba- just pats him on the back and says, "You're one of the special ones." Put it that way. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious, motherfucker. Bro, are you trying to say something? <laughs> uh, Sam, for the first time in a little while, Luna will actually speak to the group, uh, <laughs> and just while fiddling with a little symbol of Aru, like a little brass symbol of Aru, she oh. just gonna say. There are many reasons why someone may receive a blessing. Not all of them are very good. Just stay alert, okay? There is, there is one issue. There is one issue that I know is going to cause a lot of backlash. She's standing right over there. He points to Valor. Well, yeah, you're yeah. fucking fostering a, a, heret- a major heretic. Oh, but like that's the thing. Who major heretics actually? That, 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 but I, I know, but that's the thing. Luna, I know deep down is a good person. I know deep down she's a fantastic and sweet woman. And it doesn't matter what she tells me. I've seen it. I I've seen her very soul. Conflicted, yes, but genuinely, she is. There's a, there's... By the way, he's saying this out loud. Like, he's saying this, like... He's seen everyone's soul. Except for technically Tehran's, because he only has, like, two I've quarters seen of the soul. But also, yeah, Tehran... still all in kind a, of... Well, also, in concept, Tehran is a soul, in a, in a way. He's like, like, I, it's it's like, like yeah, I, I just mean Tehran. Kind of. But... Valadura... I also know that she is this swirling spiral of confliction, and I know can change her because Tehran believes I can change her. And do it. But that's the thing. I can't lie to her. So the second I tell them that I have her, but they will want her. You are going to be. You and all of us are going to be hunted as heretics. If you don't want to lie, then don't tell them. Yeah, just don't tell them the That's... truth. You don't have to don't lie. Bring the, don't bring up the topic, and it doesn't You're not. Exactly here's listen. You're not lying if you don't say it. Exactly. It doesn't feel right to not tell them this. You're not lying. Then, but then there's another layer to this. 
And Stop bargaining my... against yourself. No, Jesus but then my... wait, 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 wait. This is important. My eyes. How am I supposed to prove that Tehran blessed me? Um, there say, should. Oh. Well, if it's what if it's like I remember, it there should be some clerical process that you're able to see where a blessing Maybe. comes from. I even then you, you just know, go before the forge father. Yeah, there is a voice from the woods, and from the woods, I, a, a man. Bill, Bill, Bill <laughs> says yeah, and then his head shifts towards the voice. <laughs> a man like, in like, yeah. gold <laughs> armor with symbols of Tehran on it, uh, carrying a large claymore, like the sword, not the not the bomb. Um, comes okay, out of comes out of the forest. Lot, just, yeah. just carries the claymore like this. He's, just, <laughs> he's carrying it like a toddler holding something, just waddling. Wait, we guessed it was the sword, not the bomb. Yes, <laughs> it's the, he, he has a claymore as in the sword. This man appears to be some type of Goliath, and he has this. He is. He looks old, uh, but he carries this this massive sword like it's a long sword. Basically. Why do I know his name? No, but you can tell that this is a forge guardian, and he will kind of just salute you. Hello. Yeah, I I, I walk over to him. I do like the the handshake like this. I, I grab the He will return it. It's good to see you, brother. We've been expecting you for a while. Thank you for the letter. We've just arrived with the refugees. Hi. Do you have you have bedding and food, water? I've been trying to feed them as best as I could with the rations we have. It's all been prepared. At the issue. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Lord Captain uh, Desada. Carbo holds, holds out their hand and says, Nice to meet you, I'm Carbo the Far Reaching. That's oh. a hell of a way to introduce yourself. So the legends are coming back to life. Alright then. Uh, a weird thing they that just you... Saw, they, just saw, they just sort of tilt their head and nod at them. <laughs> a weird thing that you notice about this man is that he gives off basically the exact same energy as Sam. He is smiling, he is ready to help. And, and that, 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 like, glow effect? Yes, the glow effect, basically. <laughs> he, has, he has rim lighting around him. Yes. Yeah, we, we all do! Nice. <laughs> like, oh, lordy, right? now there's two of them. Oh, there are at least 150 more at the temple. Oh, Jesus. And each I'm one of them is going to want to meet you. I told Aramon that is exactly what they would say. <laughs> no. <laughs> wait, no, wait. What did, what did the guys say to me? There are at least 150 more at the temple, and every single one is going to want to meet you. Why me? If you don't mind me asking. Wait. All of us. You know who I am. He points himself. I, I do fan. actually have. To, I do have to ask about our party's eligibility to enter a church. Oh, you've been cleared. Uh, okay, cool. Just making sure. Them a good word. Wait, I've, I've given a good word to y'all. The, you, you've helped out the, the refugees and, and made I'm, them. I'm just, I'm just making sure because we've had problems with it in the past. If, if you're curious, I'm gonna... Sam has said nothing but good things in his letters. Wait, Gilmir's gonna walk up to Sam. Uh, grab him by the shoulder and say, "What have you told them of me?" I didn't have. I haven't had time to tell you letters. Oh no, we but... just know. Yeah. What? We have a very holy forge father. 
No, <laughs> no, 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 look in general. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what on earth is it? It's loading. Motherfucker, load! It is a holy claymore. It's the Goliath with the claymore. That's the symbol of Toronto. That's not what the Forge Guardian looks like. No. I want to see No. You already checked this out. This is not Lord Captain Misada. What on earth is happening? Okay. Alright. So, um, he kind of takes on a somber mood and he puts his hand on Sam's shoulder. Brother. You are scheduled to, um, be put on trial by fire. Within a week. Do tend to speak with the forge, the master forge guardians and the priest today. Um, there is some grave matters that we need to discuss. Aye. And, but I'm, I'm glad it's going to be in, the, in a week's time because things will happen within the week that might change the course of history. Aye. Aye. Not just our own, but the world's. You should probably get yourselves to Dishu. There's a bit of a hero's yes. welcome waiting for you. Oh, I forgot to mention, uh, because of your assistance with the refugees and against the armies of terror, it's, and it's sort of ritual to hold a celebration. No, no, no more military parades for me. No, 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 this one involves dancing, drink, and a lot of food. It's a people's feast. I will not be there. You don't want to get drunk, Gilmer? I need to learn more about Dishu. I don't think a party's gonna help that. I, I don't dance, I don't drink, I don't laugh. Unless it was that time that I got my vengeance on Cade for trying to turn me into a woman when I was vulnerable. Are, are you saying this out loud in front of the guy? <laughs> yes. If a gremlin answer. Don't ask. <laughs> there's a lot of. There's a, you have there's a line of questioning there. Well, I'd best be on my way. I have to get back to the temple and uh, we'll tell the council that you've arrived. Yeah, I have a question. Hi. Where in Dishu is best to learn about a person who bore the same name as me? Go to the library. Alright. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a, kind of a no-brainer with that Just one. Realize I, I have to bring up the fucking forge hammer behind me. I'll have to bring that up. Uh, he has noticed it, but he hasn't said anything about it. He kind of yeah, like um, I'm gonna have to bring that up. <laughs> his, he will give that's you a salute. And then begin. That's not a weapon you're supposed to, to have. To walk <laughs> off back into the woods and. But. After this, you went all. Oh God! The, the picture just loaded, and I love it. <laughs> you go back. You go into Dishu, where there there is kind of the beginnings of a large hero's welcome, as he said, being set up so that the refugees can have something to eat. You guys can have something to eat, and as you kind of step into Dishu, you are now in this the biggest city within um, Walking Talk. Oh. I have a big question for you, and that is. What do you guys want to do first? Because there are a lot Library. of things you could do. I want somebody give to us, take Give Bellator us our off. options. Give us our options. So, uh, you... can, can, can somebody take Bellator off my hands for a little bit? Because I, I, I am not taking her anywhere near. Please, oh, oh, 
I want to hear that. I want to hear the options. What are the so options? So, you could research into Cobber uh, at the library. You could re try and research ooze at the library. You could go to any number of shops, taverns, uh, an artificing shop that you've heard about, or a hunter's guild with very extensive jobs. I have overprepared for this, basically. If there's something can that you I, want to can do... Can I ask, is there... How big is this town? It is the largest city in um, Walking Talk. It is about equal to the city of Waylaid in New Lodia, which is comparable in size to New York City. Is, is there a church or temple of Aru? Uh, there are multiple. Let me pull them all up. There is a uh, church of... Like Morimenti, there's, there's a temple of Aru a little bit outside the city. So, I would like to break it's off Vax. from Luna and go to the temple of Aru. Yeah. Um, so, let's really quickly kind of determine where everyone's going so that we can figure out who's going with who and who's splitting up where. Uh, I'm going to the Hunter's Guild. Okay. I'm going to the library, but I'm okay. also trying to see if I remember where Kaba left anything, if if anything, left stuff here. Okay. I'm gonna kill you too! Um... Where? Uh, cats. Luna. Are, are there any churches of Sir-Sharad around here? Oh. There oh, no. <laughs> is not a large church of Sir-Sharad. Any at all. Like there is any a place small shrine. Well, we'll actually go to pay a visit. Okay, uh, Soitung, is there anything you want to do? Soitung is going to, um, help the refugees. Okay, uh... Um, get ready for the thing and party with them, eventually get so drunk that he can't stand, and then just be, like, a life of the party guy. Okay. Isn't he a reborn? No. How does how does an undead creature get drunk? We will Don't ask. Cross he just does. when we come to He, he it. just Sam? does. Okay. There is a black. I have a mask. <laughs> Built as a mask. Can Valadura can Valadura borrow that for a little bit? I mean, technically, I have three. Actually, I, I, I made a third one. But yes, Built hands one of Built hand one of his masks off to Valadura. So I take it. Uh, I take my my helmet off of uh, Valadura. I put it on myself, so you can't see can't see his face. Uh, also, I tell her just, I tell her to follow whoever she decides to, I need, I'm Belder going to can't put the mask on no, herself. She, she don't have no hands. Uh, I help her then. I do want to, I do want to note the mask has had fresh, sweet smelling flowers put into it. Valador is so going I to, actually, uh, I actually give her all of my money. Oh. Uh, what? Oh no. Oh, Wait, how much money is that? Dude, hey, what do you do? No, huh? Okay, sorry, okay. Track that. I give her, like, I had, like, 4,000 coins in the alms box. Jesus. You have 4,000 gold? He does have 4,000 gold. You know what? I was going to give it away to charity, and she killed everybody, yeah. so I couldn't give it away. That's fair. I give her 1,000. Okay. I say, um, go to the blacksmith shop and see what they can do about your hands. Meanwhile, I am going to go to the church 
Okay. You can see why I'm not going to bring you. Also, so, if you're curious, I just doodle. I doodle his helmet for no reason. We <laughs> are going to Mando moment. Start at Luna, and then we're going to go kind of in uh, left to right, and then I don't exactly know what I'm going to do with soy tongue. I will right. figure it out, Tibby. Don't worry. Well, the pro. I mean, right to I'm left. on the camera order is different for everyone. Okay, we're gonna go. Like the Zal, Grim, Noah, Tibby. Me, me being last is probably best. Uh, you're second to last, Luna. So you managed to find your way to a very, very small shrine dedicated to Ser Sherrod. It is. What's it like? What does it look like? It is a uh, kind of a Greek-esque building with made out of um, white and black marble kind of scattered in there with a tiny, tiny bit of silver work done like above the door. Uh, there is the symbol of Sir Sherrod, which is that kind of Y with the circle and the offshoots. And um, it is it, the door is open and it leads into this very quiet, very kind of dark interior with a small statue of the Elder God in his humanoid form with his ram's skull head holding his scythe and his pole with a lantern. So, I'm not gonna do much here. Mostly just kind of uh, sit by the statue and just, just think a little bit, just keep on like, ever since she woke up, she hasn't stopped just messing around and, like, losing her hands. And, uh, not much longer here. Just be there for a while. Alright. Uh, Owen. Would you like to go to the Temple of Aru? Yep. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go to, I'm first, I'm going to don my archaic clerical robes. Um... Just find like a, a place where I can change and change my clothes. Don the yeah the archaic clerical robes and head off. So as you kind of exit the city, go a little ways into the into the woods and find this shrine of Aru, which is built inside of this large grove of trees. And as you do enter into this grove, you do see you know standard some elves doing. You know, some cultivation of the earth, some others just kind of going about their duties. You actually see a, another Kyrotheran dressed in clerical robes. He looks to be... Same clerical robes or modern clerical uh, robes? Modern clerical robes. He is directing some lesser acolytes. Okay. Do I recognize him? Uh, no, you do not. Okay. I, um... I built mostly came here to... Kind of search, like, pray and search for answers. Yeah. Because so he's been wondering for the past 15, 20 years why it happened, you know? So the um, actual sanctuary is located beneath a very large tree, um, kind of inside of its root structure. Uh, so I'm assuming you go in there. Yeah, I, I go in. As you enter... There is what looks to be the head priestess, who is a female tabaxi with kind of 
reddish fur leading a small group of other acolytes in a ritual prayer. Um, pretty quietly. I'm gonna find, like, one of... I don't know if Aru really has prayer mats, but I'm going to look for a spot of prayer. Yeah, so they... Really, the shrines and temples of Aru are generally circular, and they center around the tap root of some large plant, where the tap root is basically seen as the symbol of Aru, as it is basically, you know, the life force of any given uh, plant, so... Just yeah, anywhere um, on this open circular floor you can go to and pray to Taproot. Yeah, I I do so. Um It's um I don't necessarily expect to get an answer, but I'm kind of like to myself like under my breath questioning about what actually happened on that fateful day. So as you're praying, really doing soul-searching, um, the sounds of these acolytes and the head priestess performing this, this, you know, this daily ritual prayer fade into the background as... Typically, apparitions sent by Aru uh, look as if they are appearing on the taproot. And you've known this, you've never seen, like, a vision or an apparition, but as you were kind of praying, not really expecting an answer, um, it's almost as if you see something moving, and just barely, you see this, you see the word fault. And this symbol, which you do know that you've seen somewhere before, which appears to be this crescent pointing upwards with a triangle inside of it. Alright. Um, and you, you feel like there should be something more, and it's almost like you start to hear this voice in your head, which is... It's, it's saying something. It, it is a female voice. It is very soft. It is very quiet, but it is there, and it's saying something about how... I am bound by a constraint I did not want. I cannot stop what I cannot prevent. And it, it feels like it's going to say something more about whose fault it was, but then you're interrupted by a yeah. clank. A, like a like what? wood on wood. Okay. As the head priestess is ending the ritual prayer by hitting a stick onto a hollow block of wood, as is customary. Yeah. And, uh, the- Bilt is just sitting there, kneeling in front of the taproot. The other acolytes leave, and she kind of looks at you and does a double take and realizes those aren't modern robes, and, uh, kind of walks up oh, to no, you. Oh, no, Hello. I have never seen you before. Bill uh, gets up on both of his feet. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. I'm... I oh. I do don my symbol of Aru around my neck. Are you a fellow acolyte? Uh, I was a very long time ago. 
Um, I'm trying to find that place again. It's good. The mother of the natural order will always welcome those who have lost their way back. Yeah. I, uh, uh, take foretelling. I am wind on a silent morning. You may call me wind. Thank you. I believe we have another Cairo Theron with us. Yes, uh, the, uh, Yeah, I saw him on my way in. I was... Yeah. If... I know that Cairo Theron are few and far between. Many of your people are still back in Hulu. Which I know has been beset by multiple hardships. So, yeah, it's uh, not in the greatest place right now. If you are seeking some form of companionship or solace, I believe Fress can give you some. I'll, I'll go ask. Thank you. Would Aramon? Would mother be the correct term here? Um, mother, sister, either or. Thank you, mother. It is a pleasure, and an honor. Uh, she goes back to kind of her duties. Bill makes his way out of the tree stump, whatever the area of prayer is. Yeah. Um, uh, you go ahead. He's. I'm gonna. She did. She say the name of this. She, she calls him Ress, but you can assume that that's only part of his name. That's, that's yeah, it's the first syllable, first syllable of his name. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna make my way over to him. Uh, he kind of notices you coming and seems to perk up, and walks towards you and extends his hand. Uh, hello, I am Ress Tilbacken. I. Shoot, it's been a while since I've seen another Carathern. Uh, likewise. Biltic foretelling. foretelling. Ah. And I return the handshake. I believe... I may have known someone at least distantly related to you. I... Wait, actually? Yes, uh... Shal Halfortoy? Bilt's face lights the fuck up. <laughs> if the name was Shal Halfortoy? Can I... Well, can I roll history? Yeah. Would that be... Okay. 16. Oh, that was your great-great-grandmother. That was my... Grandmother of two generations. Oh. How did I know her? I do not know. Um... I'm... It was, uh, my village were, we were worshippers of Aru, so there was, oh, there may have been, yeah, must have been some, some link through uh, there. What village did you come from? I wasn't prepared to answer this question. <laughs> uh, should it, 
Did you, Aramon, did you have yeah. a name in mind, or am I just going to uh, pull something you, out of my you ass? You can just pull something out of your ass. Um, uh, Village of Solace. Um, that was the, that's the translation into common. I don't, the, the original name is in Sylvan, but it's a very long-winded, you know, like, it takes about a minute to say the entire name in Sylvan, so... Oh, he's going to kind of, um, like, his, his jaw set. I'm sorry. That. I had come here to, uh, look for answers a little. I did the same. Mm. I, 15 years ago now. Much like the village of Solace, um, my village, which I doubt even anyone even remembers the name anymore. Uh, village of Water on the Horizon. I just pulled that out of my ass. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I didn't have any naming conventions for the villages. All right. For those towns, villages, and cities. Uh, Water on the Horizon was... Well, tsunamis tend to... I did not know why um, Aru would have let something like that happen, and then I... I felt like one night I was asking and asking, and and I, I felt I felt like I knew an answer. It's it's like when you know something is going to happen. But you have no power to stop it. It's when I was asking in the when I was asking to the the root. Um, the I just like take out a pen and pad and kind of draw out the symbol. It's like I know this means something, but I can't recall what it means. He will take it, kind of furrow his brow. And he, he looks like he's trying to remember something hard, too, and he says... He kind of uh, motions to a, a lesser acolyte and tells the acolyte to go get wind. And the acolyte disappears underneath the tree, comes back out with the tabaxi, and she takes it and looks at it. And she looks at it for a good ten seconds before saying, This... Wraith God... It belongs mm. to a wraith god. I was hoping that was. I was hoping I was wrong in my assumptions. I do not know which one, but it follows the general pattern typically used by a wraith god, which is two solid shapes above each other, unlike the elder gods, which are typically um, lines and circles arranged in a pattern. Wraith gods. I. Uh... Shapes. I have a sinking feeling I know which one this is. Well, if you know, you need help. I do not know if there is much we can do, but there is a Temple of Axe in the city, and they may be able to do something. 
I... I... Yes. Thank you. So Vaksh, if you have forgotten, is the Elder God of War. Yeah. I I feel like Bilt just kind of like takes a couple seconds to think about that and is like, no, yeah, that's the right place to go <laughs> for this. So, as we kind of wrap this up, we will go to Gilmir as he walks into this long, low building near the uh, southern gate of the city, which is the Hunter's Guild. Yep, that's uh, that's where I'm going. And as you walk in, there is um, an old-looking elf. Like, you haven't seen an elf look old, but this elf looks old. And he looks at you, mm. he squints. Why are you here? Hmm? Why am I here? Are you here for a job? Uh, I mean, I'm kind of here to look around, but I, I guess a job wouldn't hurt. Well, if you look around, do that. But come back when ready for a job, okay? Yeah. Okay. He walks off. He walks off to look around a little bit, like, so the, look at the different things in the building. The Hunter's Guild is a fairly large building. It is, it has a small tavern and, like, lodging included within the building. Um, a room devoted for, you know, just general sparring, a kind of like a monster loot, I guess we would call it trading, where you can trade in pieces of things that you've killed for gold. Um, a small area where you could, like, repair or resharpen or take care of your weapons or re-oil and polish up your armor. Yeah. Okay. There are a couple uh, I'm gonna go to the... I'm gonna go to the sparring room. So you enter this room. Uh, there is currently a... a match going on between a... a, uh, Minotaur who doesn't appear to be... who doesn't appear to have any, um, weapons whatsoever, and then a Zorvlagoth covered in tattoos who also mm. has no weapons. And, uh, Gilmer, you uh, actually... Bare hand fighting? Yeah, they're, they're, they're punching each other. Um, Gilmer, you actually recognize this Zorvlagoth. You just feel this tickling in the back of your skull. Like, you've, you've seen this guy before. He, like, scratches his head a little bit. He's like... He's looking at them long and hard. He's looking at the match. He's he wants to watch how they fight, and I want to roll a uh, history check on them. Yeah. Let uh, me get on my d twenty. Uh, let's see how bad is my history. How bad is your history? It's not horrible. It's a no. It's pretty bad. It's a plus one. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, let's roll the dice. I guess on this man seventeen. You see this fight, and you have this memory back to whenever Cade turned Lucifer into a girl with Lean, and then Lucifer got into a spat with a party of Zorvagoth, who were led by a monk by the name of Wokeng Talk. Hmm. I believe you were there for the- yeah, you were. Yeah, I was there. He was there, yeah. And these- the- Minotaur and the, the Zorvlagoth go at it for a bit. They end up kind of drawing, because, well, Zorvlagoth's very durable, but, um, 
the Minotaur is very large. Yeah. So they, they give each other a good handshake and um, both depart the ring. And the Zorvagoth kind of stretches his the plates of chitin, of chitin, grinding against each other, making a bit of clacking. And he clicks a couple times, assuming look you're assuming he looks around the room and he yeah he clicks towards you and then waves gilmir ah. gilmir will wave back kind of awkwardly he clicks a couple more times you're a bit longer than last time i and you well not much has changed with you still as formidable as before i assume a bit or as you can see so, he kind of comes over to you. What brings you here? Last I saw you, you were in, uh... Stronghold. Yes, Stronghold. Yeah. Far from home now, aren't I? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. I've, um... I've been on a mission for a little while. Traveling with this party. I, uh... I had quite a quite a story to tell, but that's for another time, I suppose, when it comes to you. Hi. Say, uh, what, I remember you were from Stronghold, or you were in Stronghold at the time, what, is this where you're from? Hi. This land? Not many Zorvlagoth are from here, but my family has been here since before the, well, the Zorvlagothic Rebellion. So, yes, uh -oh. this is, this is my home. A long line. Mm. Indeed. Interesting. Mm. He kind of looks at him. Uh, he kind of looks a little like, uh, I guess, confused as to what to say, or a bit lost. I guess we'll say that. It say, um, if you don't mind me asking something, when? How, what were the specifics of what we met or when we met? I suppose. We met outside of a bar. Um, I do a not remember bar. the name, but your friend Cade gave something to your friend Lucifer, uh, and your other friend Gurgurgith, and uh, Lucifer came out of the building, ran into me, and then insulted my mother, which typically, at least in your culture, would be seen as an insult, but in my culture is paramount to basically telling someone that their mother is the scum of the earth and that you hate them with every single strand and ounce of your being. Um, <clears throat> you take family very seriously. So, yes. uh, hostilities almost ensued. Yeah. Uh, don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> he kind of looks down a little bit, like, uh, at his feet. Um, Gilmer's tearing up a little bit, thinking about, you know, everything. Everything that's happened and how he's forgotten a lot about it. It's been that long, or not that long for you guys. Uh, um, two, three months, maybe? Two, three months. Shit. The hell did I go through them? Uh. Well... If you don't mind me asking, uh, is there anyone else around here who might, you know, know me, I guess, or heard of me? Mm. I don't know. I'm There's I'm trying to figure things out at the moment. A centaur? 
Mm-hmm. Who apparently met you briefly. Briefly. Hmm. Uh, there was a soldier here the other day. Soldier? Uh, hi. What kind of soldier? Like, New Lodian? Uh, New Lodian, yeah. Um, fling of some kind. Deer-like horns. Said he was looking for you, um, but said he guessed that he overshot. Shot. Wait. He's kind of just, like, scratching his beard kind of furiously and thought, like, who the hell could this have been? Uh, Why I don't know, I've... Had an odd I'd... sword. Odd... Odd sword. Odd... Where is he now? Where do you think I can find him? I don't know. He disappeared. Here one day, then he wasn't. Is there anywhere, like... Hmm... Do you know where the possible, like, you know, actually, uh, I might have a hunch on who that might be. I don't know, it's a shot in the dark, though. White hair and a weird sword. I'm gonna, pardon me. And Gilmer's gonna try to find the emptiest room or location he can find. Yeah, so, in the, you could try and get a room, or you could go out to try and find some empty spot in the city. He's gonna go to like an alleyway or a, or an alleyway of some kind. Yeah, somewhere so empty. You end up leaving the uh, leaving the hunter's guild, going a bit down to the just a bit down through the city streets until you find a very quiet area. Mm. Uh, question: Can you can you DM me if, if is this what I think it is? Um, like, have I? Yeah, that's what I think it is. Alright, I'm gonna go to the alleyway. Yep. I'm gonna go to the alleyway, and I'm just gonna, like, uh, rest my head with, like, you know when someone, like, rests their arm or their head against the wall, right? Mm-hmm. He does that leaning forward, and then he just... Are you here, or... Am I gonna have to go look it out for you again, or I'm gonna have to, you know... Call me way to hell for you again, huh? Where are you? The alleyway kind of heats up, and uh, someone walks up beside you. Fine cloth coat swishing as they stop. You look like hmm. shit. Tell me about it. I've, uh, yeah. Why, uh, why were you looking for me, huh? Because... Still need that... Still need your loyal dog to deal with more horrendous creatures in hell? Oh, for the love of God. You only did that because you accepted it. I would have let you leave if you wanted to. <sighs> Maybe it was for the best I did it, but I don't know. What, uh, what is it then? Please. I... Well, I need to know what's going on. memory is gone, that's what it is. Yeah, well, that's what that's what fighting demons does to you, I guess. That wasn't my work. Yeah, I know. I need to know my... what you went through underneath my realm. Underneath. Underneath. He, he kind of like holds his forehead, kind of like uh, like he's got a really bad headache. Oh Jesus! No, I don't want to remember that place. That was awful. I'm asking you to now, mostly because it concerns me, 
and I need to find the gate that you left open whenever you crawled out of it. What? Yeah, he slowly turns to like uh to face Lucy. There is a tear in hell leading to wherever the fuck that place was. And I need to find it and have someone or myself shut it. Otherwise, he's gonna get out. I'm getting out is a lot more issue than well, the other one. You know what I'm you know who I'm referring to by the other one, right? If he gets out, Deshama will look like a fucking joke. I, I know how dangerous that thing was and is. I'm... What can I do to help? I need to know where you came out. You know what, in here? In this part of the world or in your realm? This realm mirrors mine. At least the first layer does. You came out down in the third layer. Was there anything that you remember? Any object of significance anywhere? Uh, what, what would be a significant thing, actually? What would that be? Uh, you... Roll history. Yeah, you can roll history for me. Alrighty. Uh, dice. Where's my d20? There's my d20. Rolling it. Plus one. Uh, twelve. You vaguely remember seeing a keep in the distance. Uh, it was a very, it was a very oddly constructed keep because on top of each tower there was like a big floating circle. Towers, a lot of uh, some kind of fortress, a lot of um, of things floating above towers. Lots of towers, I think. That's right. That's so, the last thing I really remember of that time. Near Shemelgameth's Keep. Yeah. That's better than nothing. <sighs> yeah. I'm gonna he, ask you to do something for me. What, what do you need? I'll do anything you need. Just, yeah. Keep that dumb fuck cage safe. I know where... Oh, the rest of them, they're pretty important. I know that. They're, they've got purposes to fulfill. I've I, I've filled plenty of mine. I... I don't even know why, but... I can't help but feel like he is the crux in something. And I... A crux is important, because if you lose the... You lose the balancing point, you lose the entire thing. He's more important than anyone thinks he is, or he thinks he is. That's, That's right. for damn sure. So, I'll be in touch. I'll let you know whenever I've sealed up the hole. Hopefully nothing yeah. runs out. If you need an extermination, just, you know. And he does the gesture, like, give him a call. I will. Yeah. See you around, Gilmir. Goodbye, Lucifer. And Lucifer turns and walks away, kind of burning into nothingness as he does so. And, uh... Gilmir walks out of the alley, kind of in, back into the street, and then we go to Tehran. Or Kabar. Right, that He's currently being followed by a bunch of small children. Who left? Oh, lovely. Oh. They're asking you how you're so tall, and why you are, um, half-incorporeal.
uh, they sort of just crouch and look at them and say, Well, someone wanted me like this a long time ago. Are you dead? Sort of, but sort of not. Are you a ghost? Kind of, as they sort of, as they sort of pull down, like, they sort of pull their, like, a uh, jacket to the side and stick their hand through their chest and then pull it out again. The entire crowd of kids does their thing where they all go, <gasps> Oh yeah, my name's Carpa the Far Reaching, by the way, as they get up and walk away. They all scream and run away. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, you... Managed to find this <coughs> library. It is a very large building with a Romanesque exterior, but it's like Roman architecture mixed with like a Victorian feel. Uh, you walk in, and this. A, I'm trying to think of a uncommon race off the top of my head. Uh, fuck. Let's make this really funny. A female orc with white hair and a bun and little glasses on her nose kind of looks up at you. A hundred gold for admission, hun. A hundred? Mm-hmm. Then I'm only coming in if there's any information on Carb at the Far Reaching. Give me a second. She bends over, opens a filing cabinet, spends a good two minutes flipping through it, pulls out a file, um, and opens it. I'm so it, unhappy that there's not a, a fantasy computer. <laughs> flips through that, takes out a piece of paper, puts it on the desk, wheels her, wheels her chair over, and opens what looks like a little wooden box, and starts, like, banging on it. Uh, the little wooden box kind of lights up, and it's like a bunch of glass-like crystals start displaying little, little words. And she's like, going like this, um, she takes out another crystal and like, rubs it, and then the words all change. And then she wheels back to the piece of paper, reads the piece of paper. Yep, there is. A lot of it? Yep. Alright then. They... They plonk a hundred on the table and walk past. She takes the hundred. Nice kid. Uh, so you enter this building, which has these... It's, it's like a Victorian library. It's got this very nice thick carpet. It's very quiet. These chandeliers filled with these yellow crystals that give off a soft light are lighting the area. Um, it's warm in here, but not too warm. Uh, it's like mm. like the perfect temperature. It's it's warm enough to be cozy, but it's not like stuffy. And yeah. there are a couple people in here, most of which you can assume to be <coughs> students of magic, wizards mostly, uh, reading mm. obscenely thick books. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I start like walking around looking for some kind of section that would signify that it might contain stuff about Kaaba. So you find a history of the old demigods. Yeah, they sort of just clap their hands together, rub them together, and start walking towards it. Uh, you look through it, and you do eventually find about 16 different documents all on Kaaba. 
quite instantly, they just sort of pile them up on their hands and start walking towards it and, like, hover... Like, go to a sitting position and start hovering towards a chair and then sort of go up just a bit and then into the chair and place the books on the table and they start going through all of them. So, uh, there are two books dedicated entirely to the forging of Cobber's Bolt. Exactly how it was done. Okay. There are ten books dedicated entirely to combat styles utilized by Cobber the Far-Reaching and more like theories on how he became a demigod after being just a half-elf. And then there are four separate books which are labeled um, a brief a brief summary of Cobber the Far-Reaching, Cobber the Far-Reaching, and Cobber the Far-Reaching's Fall, and then uh, The Life of Cobber the Far-Reaching Volume 1 and 2, all of which are written by a scholar called Daisha Finefoot. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, Carver uh, takes detailed notes on Carver, on their bolt, on their fighting styles they used to use, on um, anything to do with their life, like people they could have known, things like family and stuff. Uh, they take especially detailed notes on the theories of achieving demigodhood. Um... And stuff like yeah, they they just take as many notes as they can and on all of this, so they have it, uh, so they can learn most, keep knowing stuff about themselves. As you're taking notes and you're reading through these, you come across a section which is kind of foreign to you because although you have your sense of empathy back, you still don't exactly remember what love is, and there is a, a few chapters dedicated to. Uh, Cobber the Far-Reaching and their relationship with Ricard the Insurmountable. Hmm. Which kind of lists out how it is a widely accepted scholarly theory that uh, Cobber the Far-Reaching and Ricard the Insurmountable were at one point in love, but Cobber then went insane and Ricard then went and shattered their soul because they didn't have it inside themselves to kill him. I saw a stroke their chin, and real, and they're thinking about like, so that's how it happened, sort of thing. And as you're reading this, um, you kind of feel yourself begin to have another vision, and you are back in that field, surrounded by bodies, with this war-forged and shining armor with a hammer and shield coming towards you, and they stop, not even 20 paces away from you, and they say, I don't want to do this. But you clearly have lost your mind. And they, this Warforge, which you can, based on what you know now, you know is Rakar the Insurmountable, kind of gestures with his hammer. You killed all of them. And they followed you with trust. I do not know what happened to you. But I don't have it in myself to kill you. And they... 
drop their shield and take their hammer in both hands, and you see this rune alight upon their hammer. And you, inside your vision, kind of almost jump into the air and spin like in a barrel roll, throwing your spear at Rakar, who it explodes forward inside this bolt of fire, more powerful than anything you've ever seen. You're expecting it to just go right through him, but he catches it and throws it to the ground and then moves faster than your eye can see, stopping behind you, raising up his hammer and saying, I'm sorry. And he hits you and then everything goes black. Well, on Earth... Sorry, this... I don't know what's happening in general. A lot. A lot is a happening lot is in happening. general. <laughs> but we're talking about what the juice of the gods is. It's not lean. It's not no, lean. I don't, I don't believe you. Imagine if it's just fucking a god's piss. That would be so underwhelming. It's just like... They're getting, I like would be severely underwhelmed if the key to demigodhood is a golden shower from a god. What? Well, what? Well, what? Well, it's not a serious. No, I bet on it being old blood or some shit like that. It's going to be like fucking the veins of the of the planet that you have to drink from. What is this final He's fantasy? Do some weird shit like that. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's what you discover, and that that's the vision you have. Okay. Is that all? Yeah, Carver then also notes this down and sort of writes down, find that hammer and circles it like five times. Funny story. Ass pad it. I'm aware, ass pad it. <laughs> um, so we close on Carver and we go to Sam. Noah. Your turn. And Noah. And Noah. 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 You. So I return. You walk up to this. This large temple, which is honestly rather underwhelming for a large temple. Um, there are monks all around it. You can see some forge guardians around, and the door is open, just like the door is always open. I I probably. I look rank and file compared to everybody else, except for maybe the golden hand and the hammer. Yeah. That's probably... There are a lot the, of... I, I imagine the further I get in, I'm going to see more golden armor. Yeah, the, fur the further you go in, there is more gold. Because, you know, it's silver and gold for, like, a lower... A lower-ranked Forge Guardian, and then the higher up you get, they just slowly get more and more completely gold. Yeah, the, the the gauntlet I have is literally on every single golden forge guard. Until you get to the point where every single person you're seeing not only has golden armor but also has a steel halo. Like it's like it's it's on their sh their back and it goes up and around their head, and it has like oh like the um what was it called from Warhammer 40k? Yeah, it's like the big spike halo thing. It's like that they. Like, very, very high-ranking Forge Guardians will have one of those. And that's oh. basically all you're seeing. Um, Imagine, like, there's, like, a little central area, like, all the, like, the, the head of the church. 
like the 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 main priest and the the main uh, forge priest and the main forge guardian and a couple yeah. other like high ranking ones of each group get together. So there and... is, it is similar to the one in Tage. It has a hall of worship. It has a forge. It has lodging for the monks. But this one also has, um, well, it has a much larger forge, which is typically where the forge father spends most of his time, and the forge is currently in use. And I imagine there's a lot, I mean, unlike last time, there's a lot more Forge Guardians here. So yeah, no, they are, they are garrisoned, and they are they yeah. are not letting anyone near anything, basically. Yeah, I, I imagine that because of the letter I sent, and just... Plus, I imagine it's just a lot bigger, because this is one of the central ones, so it's a lot more, like, well-paid. Gets more charity. Because it runs yeah. completely off of charity. And, uh, I... I guess I sort of... What was it? What would it be called? Like, the main hall where, like, I, I can be judged? Like, I could talk with all of them at once? So, there is a hall of judgment adjacent to the hall of worship, which is where the trial by fire will occur. Okay. But, um... Is there a, is there a place where all of them sort of reside? Um, are, are, are they in the Hall of Judgment, or are they in just like there are? Uh, so the people that will be judging you are currently in the Hall of Judgment debating. I will go meet them. So you enter this this large hall. It has these raised like desks and benches along each side, and then like a judge's seat at the far end. And there are kind of just on the floor a lot of senior Forge Guardians. At least 50% of them have the halos. All disgusting. When you saw Halo, were you blinded by its beauty? <laughs> so, I calmly strut in. I have this sort of like, I, I'm like rank and file stature. I know what's going on. Uh, I have my shield on my back, and I am holding... Uh, the Forge Master's hammer in my hands. As I approach, I place it to my side, I give them a bowing salute, and I take off my helmet. And I hold it underneath my, uh, my right arm. Samuel, we were not expecting you this soon. There's, there's a, a dwarf who is much shorter than you, but still gives off an air of superiority who has the halo. And a, a hammer similar to yours, if a bit smaller. I I'm 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 positive. I probably know who like this guy is. Uh, this would be Holy Lord Commander Ega. Ega. Well, I come here with grave news, Forge Master Ega. This is this is a Holy Lord Commander. This is not a Forge Master. Holy Lord. Sorry. Yes. Um, Holy Lord Eka. Oh, in... people in general, sorry. <laughs> in my recent endeavors in the town east of here, I had a fake by my head, in the town east of here, we've, or rather I, Uncovered a 
I can't say it's a heart. It's more of an affront to, it's a, it is a, an affront to Tehran to call it a heart. Beating upon an obsidian obelisk, the grass and foliage dead around it, and I crushed it in my palm. Doing this, unknowingly, set upon terror's wrath. And, of course, I had to move in every refugee there to ensure their safety because a massive amount of miasmas were migrating closer and closer with each passing day. I sent letters and I sent different representatives to see if they could possibly investigate and I know you tried your hardest to ensure that they're safe and well fed. <clears throat> But there's also more matters to attend to. And I imagine you could see it. But the reason for why I can see and speak before you, I will not go into. At least until the trial by fire is issued. Dishu is under attack. Aye. I will put it plain and simply. Specifically, in only a week's time, a son of terror will rise and do Torah knows what. Sam, I want to be with you. Until, however, we in this council, he gestures to everyone in the room, can decide whether or not you're still even a member of the church. I can't. Until that moment, and after it, depending on what the jury comes to, you are considered an oathbreaker. I take off my blindfold. He regards you. And they see this scar decorated across my face. My eyes are visible. But they are just glowing brighter than the sun. They are giving off the impression everyone that he in the still room dies. Everyone takes 100 deep <laughs> So, takes it off. He calmly states that to my vision protecting and avenging our fallen brothers. He drags his hammer in front of him, and he goes, This hammer is the very thing I took off of the Forge Master, the Forge Priest, who said I was no longer a member. I cried out his name. I buried him and the others out front. I have done nothing to sanctify my faith in the God 
This is a symbol of my failure to protect them. I brought the refugees here to ensure that I am not the only one protecting them and making sure they are safe. I will never, ever stop believing and never, ever, ever stray away from the path to run. The armies of terror could be tearing apart my life, my home, you, the church. I still would believe. My faith has not been wavering. For as you can see, I still don his symbol. I still am proud to say his name. To say I am a member, a paladin of the church. That will never, ever change. Can't go into everything. Not yet. Right now, we have much more pressing matters to attend to. Dishu is under attack. We need to get ready. You may not believe me, but take this chance. Because if you don't, we will have broken our oaths. It is a chance you should be willing to take. Because if you don't, the blood of thousands will be on our hands. Please. I don't want these people to die. Um, the Holy Lord. I got. Looks at you. And he kind of smiles. Sam. You should go speak to Farge Father Yimmick. And, uh, you would recognize Yimmick's name. So, Forge Father Yimmick Frostbreaker is a dwarf who has lived far longer than any dwarf should live, and is regarded as one of the holiest members of the church. He's like. Alright, he's up there. He's up there, basically. Um. And Ika kind of can't really pat you on the shoulder because he's so short. So he like kind of pats your hand. Should go speak to the Farge Father. Will the people of you have your support? Aye. If they didn't, I have a feeling Lord Captain Desada would pull my head off. <laughs> <laughs> like the tension like the, his tension sort of breaks as this massive sigh of relief just oh, just just leaves him and he just starts laughing he ties the band around his head and for a brief moment he has forgotten about the judgment about the trial by fire just for now and as he sort of walks, he quickly spins and goes, I've... I, I do this 
mostly because I, I know that you and my father were close. And I seem to think that maybe... Maybe he'd be proud of me with all that's happened. I hope I can just live up to his name. You've done well so far. As he says, uh, forgive me kind of moving this along here, but you kind of go to try and go, go towards the forge, but as you do, you see a a flash of green and gray steel from the corner of your eye as an inquisitor of Aru is in the hallway behind you who kind of looks at you up and down and then walks into the Hall of Judgment. Can I note their appearance? Yeah. Um, whenever you and Bilt went to the Shrine of Aru near Toghe, this Inquisitor is there. And he was asking about Luna. Get him later. <laughs> Sorry. Noted! Alright, tell Bilt and tell Luna. Noted. So you kind of walk into this, this forge. It is fairly large. It, or currently, so you, you walk into the, the forge at the far end of this building. It's simple, like all blessed forges. A single furnace against the far wall roars, and an ancient dwarf with his back to you, um, clad in the yellow and white robes, similar to a Shaolin monk of, like, reality, uh, is, is feeding... Logs into the furnace. He is a very strong old dwarf. Uh, he turns to you. His, his brown eyes hung beneath these hung eyelids and bushy white eyebrows that contrast his dark skin. And he shuffles over to you and makes a shallow bow. He straightens and looks directly into your eyes. And despite his short stature, his presence seems to dwarf yours. because And you know that you're in the presence of a holy... Holy man. Yeah, like, in terms of, like, stature, he just treats him like like the Pope, basically. Yeah. Just gives them the monocle of respect, and he goes, um, you wanted to see me, I... Master. Samuel. When we first received your communication about what had happened, and I read of your actions, I was ready put to bar you as an oathbreaker myself once you got here. But then, I had a vision. Not terribly long ago, I am month now, I was praying in the Hall of Worship. I saw the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I saw our god, Taran, place his hand over your bleeding eyes and upon your head. I saw him bless you. And he turned to me and he said, Now, see, he is reborn, and he is forgiven. And I name him not as a forge guardian, eh, but as a flame of peace. And when I came back to my earthly senses, 
I saw the book of peace that lay on the altar beneath Taran's statue was open. To a verse I have read many times, not truly understood, no, never. They that forgives their enemies the holiest of creatures, for they have proven the very essence of peace. Vengeance is the antithesis of peace, for there is only vengeance, there is only chaos and discord. But they that forgive their enemy, they that forgives whomever has hurt them, is the one to be venerated amongst us. For he that forgives another has gone through a penance of their own making. They have set aside any ill will, any malice which festers and they have forgotten. They that forgive are reborn in fire, in ash, and in soul. Sam, when you were sworn as a large guardian, on the inside of your armor you had your oaths engraved. I am going to ask you to once again take off your armor. I do, and as I do, sort of look to him with this sort of obvious desperation. So you take off your armor and you lay it on this low table, and he turns and he takes out these five sticks of metal. Uh, these have oaths of the Forge Guardians engraved on them. These are typically called oath sticks or oath poles because these oaths, uh, usually these oaths are engraved on the inside of the armor. Whenever you're sworn in as a Forge Guardian, they will like mark the armor on the inside with the oaths. But this time, because the armor is already marked on the out on the inside, he will mark it on the outside. And he, the Grey Knight, he takes this. He takes the first oath stick and places it on the on one boot, and he takes a hammer and he places it kind of softly atop the oath stick. Do you swear to protect those that can they protect themselves? I do, Forge Priest. Forge Master. And the, there's a clang as the hammer strikes the oath stick and the oath is engraved on the boot. He moves to the other. Do you swear to, do you swear to live a life of protection, of poverty, and of charity? I do, Forge Master. Another resounding clang, and the oath is engraved on the other boot. He moves to the left gauntlet. Do you swear to be a beacon of hope, of joy, and of virtue? I do, Forge Master. Yet another sounding strike, and the oath is engraved on the gauntlet. He moves to your right gauntlet and places the stick above it, looking at you gravely. Do you swear to never take a life in anger, to protect that which is most sacred to us, peace, and to only ever use violence if it will perpetuate peace? Master. He raises the hammer, and you, you feel the shock as the hammer slams into the stick of metal, engraving the oath upon your right gauntlet, and he moves to your chest piece. Do you swear to your faith and to these oaths that you shall never break them, even unto death? Can't, Forge Master. May I ask why? I decided both who told me that was in the book doing it. See. Two people have harmed our church people. 
many other churches. I know that Holy Lord and others see me. It's good. Like this. Won't blood. You're kind of cutting out your helping people helping two people hopefully change their ways one of them given a very god to Ron himself he was the woman who blinded me she was the woman who destroyed the church killed those 13 members whose name I still off by memory. I know the Holy Lord will want blood. I want her execution. I want her judged and I can't do that. One simple reason. Ron said she could be saved. It is near the Holy Lord you need to worry about. It's the Church of Aru. I received divine inspiration, son. You can follow these oaths and continue on the path that you are going down. But I must warn you, if you do not swear by your faith upon this oath, You'll be cut off. Off. Run. He's just pondering everything the group has said to him. And unknowingly, since the attack by Valadura, has had moments and moments of inner thought. And the one that changed him mostly was a talk with Bilt, where he said, Bilt said, that you don't follow church you fall to Ron. And he looks to the Forge Master and asks a question. You follow the church or to Ron? I have been alive for a long time. I have seen Many a time. I have canonized saints. I have declared angels. And you ask me if I follow Taran or the church. Ask. Because. Follow Tehran. 
didn't... I didn't... use... Ron's great power... in the Hall of Judgment. Because I was scared. Ron has given me the ability... to see... the souls... beings... intentions... if they truly are good or evil. scared because I trust church trust the very church trust what my father told me when I joined I'm scared He smiles, and he puts this, he puts what should be the final oath stick down, and he turns around, and he produces a sixth one, which, as far as you remember, there are, have only ever, in the entirety of the history of the Church of Tron, have only ever been five oaths. And he kind of places it against the helmet. Samuel. When I received divine inspiration after my vision, I was given a sentence in Primordial, which, as you know, is difficult to translate into our tongue through work with some fellow scholars. I have translated it. Here he is. My hand. You, my child. Can I simply walk the path of a fire's guardian? Not anymore. What I think is that you are the beginning of something new. The beginning of something that shall herald the age of dawn foretold in song. You're nay just a guardian of peace. You are the flame of it. And as he said this, he strikes the stick with the hammer and the sentence in Primordial is engraved onto your helmet, and he gives you your helmet. Judgment has been passed upon you by the God of Peace himself. Who am I, or any of us in this church, lowly mortals, sinners as we are, to, to deny that judgment? think they've swayed. <laughs> None of them ever wanted to name you an Oathbreaker. That is only... Grabs his helmet. Slides it on. And... What am I to do? 
Watch over Luna. Aladura. Ayadzu. There is an Inquisitor of Aru here. And we have... A suspicion that he may be a follower of terror. We cannot confirm or deny it, and as such we cannot act on him, but... He has been strangely persistent in his want to have all three of them in the same place. Beware. Even so, this could cause a war. Aye. We do not want the Church of Ari to think that the Church of Taran is taking up arms against them. And then, you see the damage this could cause. Public hears this, then they could lose faith in us. Indeed. We, lights, can still be possessed. The wall against terror can be turned against them. We have, for the first time in a long time, opened communications with the Church of Vash. Imagine that. He kind of laughs. Church of Peace communicating with the Church of War. They've agreed That's... to aid us in an investigation. Didn't they say that when the Church of Vax was first created, first thing they did was pick on the Church of Peace? I... The uh, Elder God of War and the Elder God of Peace are argumentative brothers. But, uh... Thanks for bringing Worse would have come to pass. The trial by fire. What do you think I should do? Are you on my path? Yeah, I seek out the help of. So does the sense. If for some ungodly reason you were to be barred an oathbreaker. The best thing to do, travel to Mark Sedway, find the, get to the, uh, the first temple of Arella, the elder goddess of the afterlife and justice does not take unjust judgments lightly, that would be the best thing to do. I have an idea, Stirring. Probably not a good idea, but it's an idea nonetheless. Don't forge a new church, a new belief. We create a new god, we don't all this. But as you know, us as the churches are divided. Broken apart by petty squabbles. Who's right and who's wrong? Who's more faithful than the other? May I suggest something? A while ago, uh, in old history, the Church of Asgaroth divided its paladin order into two. The Order of Asgaroth and the Order of the Hand of Time. We currently have the Order of the Forge, Guardian. But you've been named the Flame of Peace. I see no reason why you can I found a new order. 
think one I'll make I'll forge one of protection but difference is everyone join fence undivided you have my blessing and with that we will go to Soitan. hey and Soitan, <laughs> you have stayed behind in this crowd of refugees and what 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 are you what are you going to do as people are getting set up for this this feast? Um, Sortong is just gonna like help with carrying the shit into making it like in the right place, like setting up the tables, helping the the chefs set up their um, cooking area. You so, know, he's a very helpful guy. As you're helping these cooks, um, you see. Uh, you run into this 50-year-old woman with darker skin and graying hair tied up in a bun. And she looks at you, you're currently carrying a, a big pot, and she's like... One second, I need to listen to my voice reference, give me a minute. Please stop. Um, I'm just taking this to the chef's... Yeah. You're taking I it to the wrong spot. Stuff. Come, 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 come. Okay. He walks along with her, just like behind her, just stepping. So she takes you to uh, a set of long tables and points to it. Put that there. Okay. He puts it down, just like in the middle of the table. Thank you. What is your name? Soitong. Hmm. Where are you from? Where am I from? <laughs> uh, Wokang Talk. Uh, Wokang Talk. Oh, so you're from here. Mm-hmm. I'm Maria. Nice to meet you, Aurea. Maria. Maria. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I have a bit of a... Maria Lionheart. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Soitong, was it? You wouldn't happen to know anyone named Samuel. Um... Yes, I do. He's a very, um... He's a sweet boy, one. isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's my son. Oh. Well... Um, do you want me to send a message to him? No, I think I can find him myself. He's rather easy to find. Okay. Yeah, he stands out quite a bit, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Jesus, he does. Noah's over here screaming. <laughs> so, uh, what brings you to uh, Dishu? Um, I'm just traveling to, um... It's hard to remember the place that me and my and are going to, but I think we're going to a place called the, the Temple of Sorrows. 
Mikey do be vibing though. Mikey is approaching. He's got, okay. Temple? Oh, is that the place up in the up on the Zorflow Goth Kingdom? I assume so. I haven't seen a map in a very, very, very long time. Mm. Um, you hear kind of a crash, and she turns around. She goes, Valadora, watch where you are going. Wait, what? Oh, I met this lovely young lady named Valadora, and uh, she's helping me get set up. She doesn't have any hands, though, so we're going to the Artificer later to get her hands. Would you mind if I, um, accompanied you? Oh, She's, no, not uh, at all. Me and her know each other, so it'd be nice to chat while we walk. Of course. Uh, she, um, she kind of looks at her wrist, but there isn't a watch on it, then looks at the sky. I think it's about time to go anyway. Valadora, won't you come over here, dear? And Valadora comes over, covered in batter, looking incredibly embarrassed. Uh, and you that, all set that off looks you. to an ar <laughs> she looks like she wants to murder you. Uh, to an artificer shop, and you come to a shop called Maths Artificing Services, which is this—it's a building with a large round glass window into it, uh, rather open. There's a workbench in there, some tools of various and various implements, some half-finished projects, and a large V-shaped block of metal. And you walk in, and a little bell rings, and a human wearing roundish glasses with chestnut hair and lighter skin comes out of the back. Uh, hello, welcome to Mass Artificing Services. How can I help you? Um, you see this, uh, lady right here, and I pat her on the shoulder as, like, batter gets on my hands, and I just look at it like, oh. Mm-hmm, I do. I, like, wipe it on, on, like, her back so it gets off of me. She has no hands, and I hold up her forearm. Her mm-hmm. I can see that. She would like hands. That'll be a thousand gold. I, like, look at her and I'm like, do you have a thousand gold? She says, yes, um, it's in my belt. Would you mind getting it? I don't have any hands. Try first. I want to see you try. Um, she sits on the ground, bends over, grabs it with her teeth, and then stands back up. There you go. A little perseverance never hurt anybody. She yeets it at Math, who catches it. Looks through it. Alright, um... What's your name, ma'am? Valadora just... Kind of pauses. Val. And uh, Matt says, Alright, Miss Val, uh, come over here, sit down, and I will get started. I will have to open up the uh, stumps so I can get to the tendons and muscular structures underneath. Are you okay with that? And she nods. And um, Math starts to work, and you and Maria sit down. And she produces a perfect plate of chocolate chip cookies out of literally nowhere. And then off holds it up. Do you want one? I am concerned where you pulled that from, but 
Yes. She indicates I a little like bag that. she has. They are in here. Bag? Yeah, it's a bag. Why would you just have random cookies in, in, in your bag? Is it on a plate? Uh, yeah, it's on a plate, and the cookies are still warm. Is that like a heat plate? That touched the plate. Oh, uh, the plate is warm. It must be a heat plate. It's like a fire burner or some shit. I grab a, I grab a cookie and I munch on it. Yeah, you gain a point of inspiration. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, D8 inspiration from eating the cookie. Based. Oh, that's like a bardic inspiration. Nice. Cookie inspiration. Okay. Is this like bark oh, inspiration? Yeah. Can we get normal inspiration on top of the cookie inspiration or no? Uh, yes, you can. Okay, cool. Can I get it's... multiple cookie inspirations where no, I can roll multiple one cookie eggs? And one cookie inspiration. Aww. Can't take many cookies and store them for later. <laughs> you could, technically. You get cookie bonus. Um, would you mind if I just took a couple more? These are Only really two. Good. Okay. I just Three pick one. Is enough for any person. Pick another one. <laughs> and then I try to sneak one in there. Can I roll sleight of hand? Uh, sure. Alright. Roll 1d20 plus whatever my sleight of hand is, which it might not be good. Yep, it's not that great. 13. Uh, I'm going to roll for perception. Plus 20. That's a 29. Okay. She gives so you I the uh disapproving Mexican mother look. Whatsoever. There is nothing that a mother does not see. Young man. It's in my nature. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. These are just very good cookies. I was hoping to grab one for your son, but uh I'll give him a cookie when I see one. And a smack on the head. Okay. He hasn't read to me in two weeks. Unacceptable. Is. Yes, very is she wearing chocolates? Please answer this question. Is she wearing what? Chocolates! She's wearing chocolates. Yes! <laughs> she can do the chocolate throw. Yeah, just the... <laughs> Those inspire fear in Sam. Um, so... About an hour and a half passes. Um, and... Math gets done with Valadora's hands. They look like hand. They look like regular human hands, except they are kind of a steel, uh, like a like a polished steel, and they have slight mechanical noises noises whenever they move. All right, there you go. Um, yeah. Thank you for your business. Oh, and if you find anything that is liquid and combustible, could you please bring it to me? I'll pay you a lot for it. Preferably not incredibly combustible. Uh, you see, um, I'm trying to build an engine, and he, he indicates this block of V-shaped metal. Because, you know, Magitech engines are good and all, but I think we could... If we use explosions to power something, I think we could really get a lot more power out of it. That is beyond stupid. Yes. What a dumb fucking idea. I've done the math. It works. By the way, if you're curious, he's right. <laughs> Would I know anything about a, a chemical that could work for him? Uh, y Magitech engines didn't even exist whenever you were alive. 
we probably would have experimented with older You had no idea that the Fader were making anything. Mm. How does rocket engines some are... flammable liquids inside the swamp that tend to pool on top of water? There's some stuff on top of the water in swamps that is gets easily caught on fire, even though it's a liquid. It's kind of stupid. You could bring some of that to me. I'll pay you. Mm. Hundred gold per half cup. That is a lot of money. That's sure. two thousand gold for a bowl. Leader. Two. Yeah. Jesus fuck. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Um, I'm yelling. Uh, Are you okay? Alright! No, I was yawning. <laughs> uh, Maria offers you a cup of something hot that smells kind of sour and bitter. Here. You see, I have trust issues. Drink what it! Is in this? Um, what if I said no? She, uh very deftly kicks one of her shoes, which kind of slips onto her foot, up into her hand. And even Belt wasn't this aggressive with trying to get people to eat his food. Should she roll intimidation? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> with advantage, motherfucker. <laughs> That's a 36. Oh, my god! I don't have I'm sorry, hold on. What's her bonus? Oh, plus 20. Oh, okay. She's That's a mother. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, you're yeah, no. You're. Yeah. I, I'm aware. I. I was just making. I was making sure. Uh, I. 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 He. Soitung takes the cup and he just like fucking downs it. It's very good. It makes you feel a bit more awake. Uh, she offers some cookies to Math. He takes two, and then, uh, Valadura is currently looking at her hands and opening and closing them. It's like that scene oh. in at the opening of a bunch of video games where it's like you like your character just looks at their hands like it's the yeah. first time they've seen them before. It's, got, it, it's like it's Far Cry Three when you get your first tattoo. Yes. Yeah. You see strange hieroglyphs. I was thinking like I was, it says W O A S D to move. I was thinking like <laughs> I was thinking like uh, Pokemon, Pokemon yeah. Go, so, Let's Go. Whereas um, <laughs> you all kind of. After all, this reconverge in the center of town. Actually, Bilt was going to go to the. Oh right, you were going to the Temple of Vash. Yeah, we'll do that really quick. I, I want these questions answered. We'll do that. What the fuck? Bilt has his suspicions, but I want to be sure. So you see my mom, motherfucker. Enter this. You go to this temple, and temples of Vash are notorious for being incredibly imposing. They are large red stone structures with, like, braziers hanging on chains. They look very much like a fortress. And you... By the way, Bilt is, is still full wearing his, his clerical robes you for You walk into this temple, and you walk into the middle of a chant. Which, in the Church of Vax, most prayers are done by way of chant... Which is this low, guttural thing, like Mongolian throat singing. Um, very rhythmic chant accompanied by, typically, some type of percussion. 
And all of the acolytes here are dressed in these crimson red robes that are very heavy with uh, small chains hanging down from their joints and around their neck. I will wait. And you wait, they finish, and a very, very tall Goliath, 11 feet tall, kind of stomps his way over to you. Howdy, partner. Can I, just real quick, I probably can't, but can I identify what order he is? Sure. So, like, uh, an order within the church? Yes, the order within, his order within the church. Yeah, absolutely. Is he a paladin, a cleric, or an inquisitor, basically? So, uh, based on, yeah, make me, make me a history, I guess. History or investigation, history. depending. My history is better. <laughs> I'm using my knowledge from, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> it's not accurate, that's 14. Um, he is of the Order of the War Angel. Okay, cool. He is, he is a cleric. So, walks up, howdy partner. That's yeah, the... he's howdy partner. I'm Kane Milfist. Poop cleric incoming? Poop cleric? I'm Kane Milfist. I'm the head honcho around these parts. Sorry, what is he? Orc? No, he's a Goliath. Goliath? Okay. Apologize. Do better next time. Uh... He's 11 feet tall. Um, I am 4 foot 5. <laughs> believe that's what I, I believe that's what I am. More than twice your height. Yes. You're probably a significant amount, too. Uh, hello. My name is uh, Built Ick Towing. Bit of a mouthful of a name there, son. Call me Bills. Alrighty, we'll do. What can I do for you? Uh, I had some questions, um, I was, I was over at the Temple of Aru, I was praying, and he takes out the, Bill takes out the piece of paper, and just like, I saw this symbol, and was curious if anybody here knew what it meant, as I was pointed here, and I show him the, the piece of, I show him my depiction of it. He takes a split second glance at it and says, The Shama. I was nervous about that. I think he's supposed to be dead. It, there's... Yes. He's supposed to be. Mm, that's what I thought. Aren't there some people called them far, what are they called, whole diggy diggy sons, and they went down there into that there, uh, like, gorge down in Javit, and then they went down in, like, some extra-dimensional plane, woke him up, and now he's out to eat everybody? I'll be honest, I, uh, I haven't heard of that story in particular, oh, but... Oh, a great one. I'm sure that happened. Uh, and with some of the things that... Uh, yeah, actually, no, you know what? No, with some of the things that have been happening recently, that sounds that sounds accurate. Uh, thank you. I was just coming into... I had a... I had a 
sneaking spit. I I had a sneaking fear that uh, the symbol was of Dishama. I no, just wanted to make sure. You really want to get a good read on the motherfucker? You might as well go to a church of Asgaroth. There's a. I'll keep that in mind. I mean, they're the people that are trying to evict him from their temple, so. I. Yeah, I mean. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, Sonny. Uh. Good day. Yeah, you too. And built. Heads off. Funny little guy. Sorry, so, funny little guy. He's this funny little guy. <laughs> Just a little guy. Little guy. Little dude. You all kind of reconvene in the. You are just a little man and, to me. In the center of town, but Sam, as you kind of walk up, uh, you hear a whoosh, and I know that whoosh. You oh know my this God. whoosh, and you just duck instantly. But it doesn't matter because the shoe hits you anyway on the side of the head. Ah, my helmet's on, by the way. Yes, you just hear it in your helmet. No one, no one else would duck. I knew it was you. Even better, it goes in like the slit in the helmet, like it gets. Yes. You haven't looked into me in two weeks. Where have you been? First of all, you look glowing. Seconds. I, 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 uh... I, I look at Valdur. Valdur, I look at her. She waves with one of her hands. I, I sort of point to my helmet. <laughs> she shrugs. Oh, I mean my eyes. She <laughs> <laughs> says this. Slides off his helmet. I imagine she's still ranting as he does. Yes, she is ranting. I mean, you still have and... a blindfold, so gonna have to take that off. Because that'll help. I take off my helmet and I look at her. <laughs> oh my goodness, my sweet child! What happened to you? Okay, 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 okay. Look, look, look. I'm, I'm fine. Just. I survived. I was fighting <gasps> enemy of the church, and they're dead now. Were you attacked? One of those owl bears I keep hearing about. <laughs> oh, I can't. No, I can't catch your face. So sad I don't have silence just because I if feel like Galadara. No, 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 I want to. I was really <laughs> tempted to silence Valadara because I feel like she's gonna say something about this. Okay, so he just looked at her and he goes, Oh, no, no, it was not. It's, um, it was an enemy of the church. They. Attacked some forge priests. It was the swamp frogs. I knew it. And um, there, don't you dare bring up the frogman. <laughs> no, 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 mother. She, he, he. Hey, they, they. 
They. Well, what was it? You keep on changing your mind. <laughs> okay, Val. <laughs> like. Oh, Val is hiding. Just know. Just know. That's dead now. Okay. Who are you? She looks okay. at Luna. Hey, what up? I'm Luna. You Luna? look very happy. Wow. Do you need a cookie? Uh, no, I'm, I'm fine. I've eaten. No, I, th just... I think you'll take a cookie. She she gives you a cookie. Try them. They're life changing. Uh, I like I like to think Carper's trying to understand why Sam's heart's beating as fast as it is. Terrified. Multiple different reasons. Uh, uh I kind of just walks up. You know, he's just there. You know, Sam hasn't really thought much about you in these travels. I am Maria. I am his mother. Oh, you're his mother. Yes. Bilt mm. walks in in his. Big doctor robes this time. You need to wash those, out. little man. I, I am not little. No, you, you are. are. You should wash. Yeah, I, yeah. well, yeah. like you're a little bit short. Vertically <sighs> challenged, but it's all right. Why don't you eat the cookie, Luna? Oh, uh, yeah. Actually, I, 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 I lean over Luna. I just go. Woman is more terrifying than any son of terror or any god. Believe me, they're good, they're life changing. Ethan, I, I, I told you what I've been through. Uh, it's, it's a good just... thing I don't have my emotion of fear back then. <laughs> you yeah. see a wraith, you see a void wraith just walk, just stop and then walk behind a building slowly. It's like it was planning to come out with them, was like, ah, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> Conquerors hockey over here. Yeah. I feel like Bilt is just kind of sat here thinking about he is in a position where Luna very well should kill him based on their ideals. Don't worry about him, man. Don't worry about it. Bilt is worrying. Luna will slightly smile and just say, Yeah, Bilt, yeah, Bilt you should worry because if, if, the, if the worst were to come to pass, Luna's dead. You don't have a mage anymore. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah, actually, is there any other full-on casters here? Nope. No. Oh, oh there isn't. I cast. Um, no, I'm I, a caster. I'm a full caster. I, I, I cast wisely, Marillo. <laughs> oh, well, I'm a full caster. Oh, that's good then. I can die. Uh, no, we'll actually just slide this my say, Hey, uh, well, guess I'll die. You eat the cookie. Uh, Mrs. Maria, there's actually someone who I think you should really get to know. You know, you two really get along, I'm sure. And in fact, it's someone that I think is quite special to old Samuel over there. Are you talking about Miss Valadora? Yeah. We've had a nice chat. She's quite a great she young is lady. Wonderful, isn't she? Sam, she me, is me wonderful. Me. I imagine me and Val are like... She's, she's perfect well, for you, well. Samuel. Has he actually told you how they met? It's a lovely story. We met in... I, I, she I told me. Out. We met... Yeah. 
What did she say? I... You met after a fight with a very large mechanical robot where she made a mistake. You are very right. She did. She it's made a mistake. That's how they describe it, You know, they actually have quite a lot of history going back even before that. Why don't you eat the cookie? Yeah, Dude, we have, we have we have so much history together. Where she's she's fantastic. Now can we move on? She's actually been to the church quite a lot of times. You know? uh, I'm. She is going to roll um, intimidation. That's a twenty nine. Oh. Uh, That's a tw she rolled a nine on the die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is that a will save? <laughs> I don't you think I can... intimidation. I don't. I think believe I... a will save opposes intimidation. If you're alive, Maria. Is this a fear effect? Because if so, you would have advantage oh. on it. Wait, uh, that's true. My 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 aura of courage. <laughs> yeah, you, you... Is this a fear effect? Look, I if I was proficient in intimidation and it was like a check, I could actually save. You have no advantage against this. It's not a fear. Okay. No, oh, I, this is I not. Uh, <laughs> Mother's fear transcends you all. You can the make forest. a wisdom save with disadvantage. I physically cannot save. I could not save on anything unless it was a history check, which I don't think it is. Do you eat the cookie? I eat the fucking cookie. You gain a deep <laughs> cookie inspiration. It's a very good yeah. cookie. It makes you feel happy inside. That's uh, it. She good turns cookie. Thank you very to. Much. Cobber. Yeah. I have heard about you. Oh, uh, yeah? Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I met a piece of you earlier, actually. Um... Where did uh, you go? Wait, wait, wait. She starts wait, looking wait, around. Whoa! Whoa, wait, hold on, what? Yeah. They call I think you've a got... Sense of I think fear? you've got some kind of really cool... <laughs> make people do thing ability. Can you get them to come here? Hey! Uh, come over here! She yells, and <laughs> it, it just, like, this void which just bolts out from behind this building. You know, with how... <laughs> with just how official the first, like, piece of him was, I did not expect this to be it, the, the second one. Maria needs to get nerfed, bro. She's too powerful. Yeah, no, legit. She's. Can she come along? Can she come along? I don't care what her stat block is. She could best Dishama in battle <laughs> just by looking at him. No. Maria solos everything. Why he wears armor this thick? I'm just imagining they hold back the chancla and it starts glowing. <laughs> It sort of goes nice, like nice. fat, like a million times bigger than it used to be, <laughs> and they just, just... eat it. Divine chunkla. Divine chunkla. <laughs> uh, yeah. So your sense of fear is steady in front of you. Just like divine chunkla, ass whooping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he told me all about uh the things that you used to be afraid of, like mice. Huh. <laughs> mice. And your mother. I, mice. I wouldn't know anything about my mother. Well, he does, so... Do the thing! Oh, this'll be fun to watch. 
I just sort of walk over to my sense of fear, look at look them up and down, it's like She did that to you. <laughs> right, yeah. I kinda know how this goes. Uh they just sort of move their hand towards them. Uh, your sense of fear literally jumps at you. And then you <laughs> you you get a bit of a flood of memories back about, yes, you are absolutely terrified of mice for some reason. Um, you do remember your mother and your father, and you were an only child were... growing up, but you were pretty, you were happy because you, you lived a good childhood on just a farm in Walking Talk. You farmed rice. Rice field. Welcome to the rice fields, motherfucker. Where's motherfucker? I was, I was literally about to say, don't say it. <laughs> that was immediately where my mind went, <laughs> motherfucker. Everyone's mind went there, okay? Motherfucker. <laughs> That's why I said, don't but say it. You now understand why Sam was so terrified of his mother and her and her jungla. Hmm. It, you, you, you get like twenty-two years of ass whoopings just a second. <laughs> I love the fact that Kyrotherans don't have that parental kind of duty and it's the entire village because it leads to Bilt not understanding this scenario. <laughs> he doesn't understand the stakes that what are at play here. What is your name? She looks at Bilt. Um, so My name now, uh, is Bilt Ikfortowing. Bilt Ikfortowing? That's a very Please. nice name. Do you want a cookie? Call me Bilt. I would love a cookie. Okay, she gives you, you the cookie. Do you want a cookie? She looks at Cobber. Um, I mean, I can't derive much from eating anyway. Can you taste? I guess, but it's kind of just putting stuff through my face. I, that that works. Take the cookie. I kind of just shrug and take the cookie. Yeah. And you just see them take it and literally just shove it into their head. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good cookie. I have actually a quick question. Are you cooking for the celebration tonight? Oh yes, I did. Uh, I did it all earlier. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. I'm. I'm actually very glad you're here. Ah, uh, she looks at Gilmir. And, and then suddenly you get the realization, like, oh fuck, you're here. Um, mother. Yeah. I love you with all my heart. You're you're the best thing that ever happened to me. I you're know. you 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 taught me everything I know. I need you to leave. Town. Um, uh, dangerous thing, and I'm guessing. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, or, uh, oh, we're doing yeah. drills, doing drills, and it's very boring. Just what uh, do you mean, drills. This is summon a terror. There is a lot more than terror. Hey, coming. hey, you know what? How about hey, you know what? How about we all enjoy a feast? Team huh? meeting. She team looks meeting. at Gilmir. She looks over at Gilmir and says, You team are old and grouchy. Team meeting. Look. I can't tell uh, her why we're all here. Oh, my life. Why? And I'll do it. Oh, uh, Aramon. No, Aramon. No, I, I, no one. No one. No one. Well, lying is a sin. She is not like. No, I understand that. She is not like regular women, okay? She doesn't run from fear or say that, oh, hey, you need to leave because you'll get yourself killed. No, she will want to stay and protect the civilians. They say but, you didn't throw up when you were. She wrote, wanted what to protect them. 
This is a no. No, 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 no. With Wait. On the horizon. I don't want her here. Stay. There's a son of terror coming. Fuck. Bill Samuel, just like, you have uh, forgotten how good my hearing is. just falls over laughing. Uh, she said that you are old and grouchy. Yeah, old and grouchy, and I mean, that's accurate, yeah. Do you want a cookie? He looks down to the plate of cookies. Why the hell not? Uh, I'm, I'm Gilmere. I know. Huh? You know? I have very good hearing. Oh. Right. I, after Bill, like, picks himself up, you just look at Sam like, I, uh, Sam, I, I do have something more serious I want to talk to you about in private. So, there is a I, son I, of terror. More important than my... More, yes. No, not more important than that, but I just wanted to put it out there. Oh, no. no. My no. mother could die in the next week. No, I, uh, I, 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 I'm leaving uh, in three days because that is whenever my airship is leaving. You see, I met this oh. very friendly man. His name is Captain Zick, and he uh, he helped me get here. Hold on, wait. Oh, <laughs> I, I that sounds familiar. <laughs> that sounds a little bit. Gilmer like is the only person here who knows him. Wait, would Gilmer have known this? Was Gilmir there for Zik? Uh, it was Dogma at the time, was, but like Gilmir was met Zik. Gilmir didn't meet Zik at the bar. Oh, he uh, yeah, at the bar. Zik yeah, Zik and Balcal were both there. That's right. That's right. Uh, she kind of turns around and looks, and then she waves. Captain Zik, why don't you come over here and meet meet these people? Meet my son. He's he has his friends with him, even though they they are very strange friends. You have very strange friends. Also, Sam. You and I, I have to say this again. She kind of, kind of like, pats your, kind of like holds your arm. Valadora is such a nice young lady. I am well aware. You know, I'm not supposed to tell you this, but I think she might like you. Hey, 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 hey. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, 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 mother, no. I'm, I'm sorry to, to break your heart, but I wish there's a, uh, there's a lot I wish I could tell you. But let's put it this way, if you were to know some things, he would no longer exist. Hmm. You mean like the fact that she blinded you? That, that thing? I know about that. Good. Hold, 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 hold. You cannot hide anything from Mother. <laughs> I... Kyle, just... I'm gonna walk, like, I'm gonna walk over to Zick. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I want to yes. say hello to Zig. Well, I recognize you. <laughs> Do you recognize me? Nothing to name a man named Cage Valentino. Yeah, I know him. I'm kind of meant to protect him at the current moment. Are you Gilmere? Well, Mr. Gilmere, yeah. it's nice to see you again. Nice to see you again as well. He puts out a hand trying to shake, I guess. Yeah, he shakes your hand. Yeah. Uh, where, so, where's Cade? See off doing bounty hunter things. I'm uh, uh probably uh if my memory serves me right, he might be uh skulking in 
in his in a room uh, crying to himself. Oh, that sounds like Mr. Valentino. Oh, uh, well, well, he kept saying this one name. What was the name? What was the name? Uh, I can't remember. Now, alternatively, we did leave him all alone uh, with his very, how do I say this, attention-grabbing grab, uh, robot friend over there. You got to what now? Yeah, I feel like the topic oh, all of Zeta hasn't come up. He's got, he's got what? I don't worry about it. Alright, I won't. Um, so we, we kind of go back and Maria is does indeed know that Valadora blinded you. And she does indeed know that she was the heretic. So... How did you react? I hit her with my chakra. Okay. And then I apologize because that was a very mean thing to do, and I'm only allowed to hit you with it. Yeah. That's a very strange code of conduct. Well, he is my son. I'm your son. You wouldn't understand, would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't. No, no you wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know how much everyone knows about Kyrotherans, but there really isn't like a, a parental relationship. That is incredibly sad. I am adopting you. You are my son now. No, I'm <laughs> 40 years old. I am 40. Basically, brothers at this point, dude. <laughs> Two minutes? Yeah. He is being summoned away. He's being summoned away. It's I <laughs> built is forty. <laughs> he's like he's old. <laughs> he's past his mid life quite. He's past his mid life. Humor could be like. I think about it, I could probably be the father to a lot of people in this party. Thought in my head she would be. I I I haven't told him this. But I'm glad he did this. I, in my head, always thought she is a wizard with baking. Italian grandmother. Apparently, she just. W have you ever tried, like. like, you're, like yes, okay, you don't. yes, I have. I'm talking, like, like old school, like, handmade Mexican food. Oh. It just reminds it's, me it's of that, but that one thing that. The, the, the entire keeps time he's playing her. Oh, ironically, I'm having flashbacks. Which one? My mother. No, just in general. With how the we play, no, like the cooking magic thing that you keep telling us about. Oh, bean slingers. West of yeah. Bean West of loathing. Oh, hey, Aramon's back. Yeah, we had. Aramon's back. Anyway, yeah, hey. we're back. I, I, I respect the assert the assertiveness. I am forty years old. And I am fifty. I, I, I I'm. I don't need to be adopted. Mm, I think you do. No, I... It's in... In most Kyrotheran villages, all of the adults take care of all of the children. Okay. Oh, she does the same. I do. Except I take I am, care of all the children and I am one adult. I... I'm not a, a child. I, uh... Well, neither is Sam, but I still hit him. You do have the stature of a child, though. I would like to punch Luna. 
yes, you punched Luna. What, you're gonna punch my knee? Guys, guys, please, <laughs> dial it back, please. I am abnormally tall for a Chirotheran. Oh, I am so sorry. Mom! <laughs> please. Besides that, um, I just need you to discuss, um... Yeah, no, most Chirotheran are like four well, feet max. Yeah, obviously, at I... some point later on, maybe in the next two months, uh, I would like to take a trip to Bazit and then go home and, you know, do the annual say hi to dad and everything. Uh, Snow just talked with the uh, Holy Lord and the Master and some things have uh, they could be good, they could be bad. I'm not gonna. If they are bad, I will go to the temple and hit the Holy Lord with my chakra. Hey, don't, don't. I swear don't. to God, she could be an actual worshipped God. She is that powerful. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, just look. Things will happen within the next week or so. You'll probably be gone by then. Probably. Speaking of that, I do have. A bit of a schedule to keep. She will look at her wrist again. Um, Validura, come over here. We are going to go make sure that the bread is ready. You're you're taking. Yes, she's a very good cook. I know this. Uh, Validura shrugs. You never asked. Why would I ask? <laughs> you know what? I'm Wait, glad no, what I know they... that now. Hold on. What are they going to do? We are going to make sure Look. that the bread is ready. Man, the party I, tonight for, for, I for us. I, I know a lot about general cooking. I'm not super into baking, though, but I would like to be. Thank you. I suck at cooking. I, 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 I don't know why, but I'm just horrible at it. You think her skill would have rubbed off a little bit? Nope. A giant metal gauntlet, isn't it? Maria and Valadora kind of walk off. I'm going to follow. <laughs> okay, you, you follow. Didn't you say you had something to talk with Sam about, though? I... Oh, yeah, actually, no, you're right. Yeah, you do. Uh, I'm also, Sam. I'm also kind of... I also wasn't, like, just jokingly mentioned, like, yeah, by the way, I'm sorry I haven't shaved in a little while. I, I, I'm i starting to look like Dad. Ugh. My, my father had this gigantic beard with, like, this, like, barbershop mustache on top of it. Like, you, could, you, know, you couldn't see his, this, either of his lips. <laughs> uh... Sam. Okay, yes, yes, what's up? I, uh... I went to the Temple of Aru. And I, um... We I went... Things what? Then. Discussing things, then. Um, we pin that for a minute? I do want to get through this thought. Yeah. So... I, um... I don't know if I told you why I had start if I ever told you why I had started wandering. No, you have not. I um my old village, uh Village of Sor or yeah, Village of Sorrows. The Soulless. That's not the full <laughs> name of it. Solace. Solace. I apologize. Solace. 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 You're correct. 
You're correct. The, the, I named I it. Wait, I also I pulled the name. The expansion pack. I can't wait yeah, the you, expansion you're, pack. You, did, uh, you decided on the name less than an hour ago. You're all, I also pulled it out of my ass. Exactly. <laughs> Anyways, it's the village of... It was the village of Solace. It was Inulu. Uh, and... For a very long time, I had thought that one day Aru had uh, turned on my village and forsaken us. We had suddenly our high our high priest had stopped re- receiving any had stopped receiving any words or visions, and the tree that we used the grand tree that we used as a church began to die. Uh, and my village fell into chaos and I don't know if anyone else left with me but most likely um I went back to I went to this temple of Aru to search for answers a little bit and as I was praying there was uh I received a vision of what was the word that was projected on the wall? Fault. Fault. Um, it was. I heard. I saw the word fault. There was some someone talking. What sounded like to me, but I could only vaguely hear it. It was talking about how they couldn't you can't stop something that's already happened and and I pull out the piece of paper at this point there was this the symbol of Dashama engraved on the wall above the word fault reads to me that Dashama's at fault that's what I put together. And there was another Cairo there was another Cairo Theron at the church. It wasn't just my village that this happened to. Be honest with me. Yes. Trust you honestly more than anyone in this group. I just Carver. What was that? Trust you in this group. More than anyone besides maybe Carver. Okay. Because he'll say it how it is. I don't want to use power to Ron gave to me on you because I trust you as a friend. And you have come to me with questions and questions and I to help you as best as I can. Never bothered asking. Why are you so conflicted? The reason why... Many nights ago. Uh... You remember that the night after Valadura had been... Maybe not the night after, but... A short bit after Valadura had been captured. When I had come into your room... Or when I had come into the main room... And I had asked some questions. 
Night and yes. Just to clarify, it was it was it wasn't the shot. It wasn't what wh- which son of terror was it that was talking it to? It was Uz, who was there Uz? on behalf of Asp, who was there on behalf of Duncock, by extension. There was. I had a dream. It wasn't a dream. It wasn't. A... No. Shut the. F- Built is going to describe it as a dream because that's what it felt like to him. <laughs> cool. That it felt like a dream to him, and he doesn't know any other way to identify it. Okay. It like the precursor of fate calls you stupid. <laughs> uh, there was I. Well, I'm not necessarily certain it was a dream, but in the moment it felt like one. Uh, there was a knock at the door. I had gone out. And Is it a there was. You're walking on empty space. Feel anything? You can't hear anything. It's all white noise. No. Around stopped. I mean, everything around me was stopped, but it wasn't empty space. No, or I at mean. least I wouldn't call it that. For me, it was empty space. When I um, spoke with Tehran. It was like that. Uh here's the thing. It wasn't a god. It was. It was a son of terror who was there on behalf of a different son of terror. Was who was there on behalf of an offspring of terror? Who was there on behalf of an Who was there on behalf? Offspring of terror. Who was there on behalf of father of terror? So was son of terror. Yes. And what he, did they say? He made me an offer that night. Hey, my. Wait, can can anyone hear this or are they in private? Uh, they never indicated that they left. I'm assuming that they're just talking. In we are off to the side. We're kind of. I, I imagine that we're off to the side, just kind of. Right. We're having a private conversation, but it wouldn't necessarily be particularly difficult to listen in. Yeah. Yeah, gamers listening in right now. So. As you, as you I... say he made you an offer, um, atop a roof in the distance you see a white-cloaked figure. That one. I don't even, I don't even, I actually, I, 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 I do look, just slowly, just behind my shoulder, and there is just malice behind his eyes. Um, yeah, figure... yeah, behind his eyes, yeah, there's, there's malice behind his eyes, just... He made me... You're next. The figure bows slowly as it, and then kind of extends his arm to the side like like that as if to say the offer still stands and then hops off the roof and you can't see him anymore. So I'm guessing you didn't I had been it. made my skill set is incredibly valuable. See me as a person who deals with diseases and plagues and infections of all kinds and me as a person who was able to find a cure for a fungal infection that was created to be incurable I what know what you're going to say I know because the first day joined as a paladin 
I said the exact same thing. I want you to know this. Can't save everyone. I've come to terms that was with that. A pill I had to swallow. I've come to terms with that. No, I, I have. I've been enough really? terms you? with that. But the Let offer the offer, offer was that to I was life? the Our... offer that I was made was I help the sons of terror and in turn I am granted what was what what was the offer exactly so, that I was given? If you were to come and serve Asp and Duncock, you will be granted a position as a son of terror alongside Ooze, which would mean that you would have far more power than any mortal would ever have, except for anyone who was raised to the level of a demigod. I and the ability to do basically whatever you wanted with it within the constraints provided to you by Duncock and Asp. I was offered to assist Duncock and Asp. And in return, I would be given the position of a son of terror. Uh, what would you do? What would you do in that position? Just kind of I, I don't know. I... I've, I, I know what you do. You try your best. You use your knowledge. You use your intelligence to make cures to, to cure any disease. Yes? It's, you make sure no one went sick. It's a futile effort because that's what they want, though. And that's why they want my yes, skill. It is. And you know damn well you would have more skills than that. For God's sakes, on the walk here, you were putting a new plague on your arrows. You know damn well what they would do. The second they give you that power, they will instruct you to use your abilities, your knowledge, to create more. Gamer's gonna... You couldn't do a damn thing about it. Uh... You couldn't create cures. What's Gamer gonna do? Uh... So Gilmir is gonna like he's like behind a corner or whatever or like you know he has his back towards them right just doing something right. He's gonna turn around, to step forward. And I imagine uh, Bilt doesn't probably see it. Bilt, you know, is Bilt's back is to him. Uh, Sam, you probably see a, a grimacing figure, uh, a grip, a horrible figure of uh, of, of Gilmir right behind Bilt. Just looks down at him. Let's say you built. Built whips around. I, what? Are you considering joining those things? Not currently, no. You say no. I will tell you this now, built. And this goes to everyone in this group and myself. If anyone is to falter and their goals, and the goals we have uh, come together under. I will not hesitate to cut you down. Right where you stand. 
as you say this, Built, you all of a sudden have a shield between you and him. I don't like where this is going, alright? You know what? No, no, we don't no, need to in, be... No, as in, there's a shield in front of you. I'm aware. Sam. Copper is being like that spider in the corner don't of the bathroom on the on Don't a random it. wall watching this happen. It will never happen. Oh. Um, you cannot guarantee I'm... that, and I will guarantee you that I do not harm him now. But if he does serve them, if he serves our enemies, it will come to the day that we will have to fight him. I have seen what happens to men and women who fight the armies of terrorists. I've seen what happens to those I knew Asp for a short while. I've seen what sons and offspring can do. He uh he reaches into like a uh, into his breastplate, right? And he pulls out this old, old yellowed paper, right? Kinda ripped up, he looks at it. Uh it is a like it's like a Sort of like a picture, I guess, of, uh, of a, a bunch of soldiers, uh, new soldiers in the new loading army. He looks at it and he smirks. I know what happens to those who join evil or fight against it. I will not see it any longer. And then he walks off, tucking the picture back into his, uh, Back into his breastplate and walks off to the to the uh, the group to help the people uh, with food or whatever. Sam, you hear your like mother? Like me? Oh, oh wait, Sam. he 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 was like me. Built, just know this. He was like me before I met Val. Val unknowingly showed me something that he will never understand. There is a chance. You can people can be saved. I don't want to save you. I'm. I'm not going to. You just please. You're a good man. You can't save everyone. I know you can't. I. That's a hard pill I had to swallow. And you know damn well that if a son of terror could, they would have helped everyone. I... I know. I just... That offer of... Immense Some power of is... It's unthinkable, you know? It is. But, it's a monkey's paw. You're granted unimaginable power, but there's always the fine print. It's unimaginable power that I can't use how I want to. Yes. Look. I was entrusted to help and guide the very woman who blinded me and killed my brothers. And I shudder to know what else she's done, and I shudder to know what Luna's done, but I still trust them both. And. I've told you this before. We, as a people, as mortals, our duty is to leave a mark for the future. Your knowledge is extremely valuable. Don't give it to people who will squander it. 
those who can use it for good, write a book, become a teacher. I wouldn't blame you if you left this group and settled down in a small town teaching those who want to be better. Teach the next generation. I wouldn't blame you. In Maybe fact, in 10 years, but right now, there's ways I can help. There is ways I can help everyone. Maybe not right now, maybe not tomorrow, but eventually. So, same as, as Belt says this, you hear your mother calling you, and I'm assuming that you do go to see what she's calling you for. Uh, Alright, come on, Belt. Or, brother. <laughs> Any Snickers? As, I, <laughs> same kind I'm of, not gonna get, I'm not gonna get used to that. As Sam kind of walks up, <laughs> you, someone, you hear, a, you hear a voice from behind you saying, Psst. I'm going to look. I'm gonna glance behind me. A very seedy-looking half-elf man, kind of lounges against a wall. And he says, "So, did you say that you were from the village of Solus?" What does it matter to you? I think I know a guy you might want to meet, and we will. And I got a there. name. Oh, all right. Was. So my mother called me, and there's a guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That, that, okay. Um. That. That's on, it. We're sorry. I'm. I'm just saying. I love juxtap juxtaposition between you and Sam's stories. <laughs> they're, they're just extremely funny to me. Right. Now we're just waiting for him to hear him talk about. Uh, she looks at you and she says, "Young man, why are you going with? Uh, no, that is the wrong accent. Nino. Hola. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> good, good test word. Good, uh, good trigger phrase right there. What is going on? What is going Hola. on? What are you taking? Fuck. This, this could be a bonus. Where are you taking that? <laughs> 